The train headed for Sunset City will be departing soon. Right now? Alright, cool! Hey everybody, welcome to Sunset City, a Sonic podcast for the classic and modern age. Uh, as you can see, we have a... Uh, just an empty void just kind of gracing it, it gracing us with its presence in the middle of our table today uh well I, I don't know did anybody used to be there uh i think trey maybe at one point oh yeah you're right you're right oh man trey i wonder how that guy's doing anyway over at the far end of the table we have uh the guy that we let out of the kennel just this once because uh he, he told us he was gonna be a good boy channel pup how you doing hey buddy all right, and over uh, across the uh, the empty gap where I think there used to be a Trey Nobles, uh, we have Cirrus. Hi, I've made many mistakes in my life, and they all led me here. I don't know how to how to wrestle with that. I mean, uh, do any of us? Uh, obviously, I'm Wayne. Um, I'm I'm here sometimes. And I, I say things. Uh, but today we have two very special guests. Uh, we have uh, Kevin, the Golden Bolt. Hi, hello. How is everybody? And we have uh, Chris, Mykonos fan. Hi, I'm his plus one, so I'm here too. Plus one. <laughs> they still had to pay. They still had to pay for the meals completely on their own, though. The plus one didn't mean that he got like an actual service package. So there's that. We're very we're very strict with our funds. Mm. Hashtag not sponsored. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, let us tell you about our third special guest, Raid Shadow Legends. No. Um, oh. So oh. Don't anyway, even guys. joke about that, Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um. Anyways, uh, so a couple of weeks ago now, I, I guess it was uh, up on on your uh, your channel. Uh, Kevin, you you uploaded a video about the the dark days of, of Sonic's. Tr rather troubled development it's something that we've definitely talked about quite a bit here on this uh on this podcast um and uh Mykonos fan i know that uh, i i believe you're you're uh the the main editor of the channel um technically i think at this point by volume kevin still is but for the sake of this conversation yes i am thank yeah, you okay. so so for that <laughs> video anything sonic uh i just let chris go nuts because he knows exactly what to put better than I would with anything Sonic? Mm. Okay, so, I, yeah, good. I was gonna say so, like the the adventure one and two videos and the uh, the production video, all of those. Yeah, like he took point uh, pretty much edited. I think most all of those, and then I would go in and like post produce, change some stuff up, the usual like post editing process kind of stuff. Gotcha, editor in chief. Uh, yeah, exactly. Mm. I was gonna say uh, uh, what uh, some of my favorite videos there were. Um, I think the first one I found of yours, Kevin, was the Parasite Eve one, and and I I really ended up liking that. I ended up binging a bunch of your other content. After that, the Sonic Adventure ones, I felt very validated because your opinions on both of those games are kind of shared with my own. Oh, you didn't hate me for not liking Sonic Adventure two. What the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? I do. <laughs> I can't. I I can't hate somebody for not liking that game. I can just question. <laughs> <laughs> I uh I will always take SA1 over 2. I I like SA2, but it it's it's uh it's it's just not on the same level for me. Um but uh you did uh again uh, upload uh, upload that video about uh you know the trouble development cycle. I I guess from Heroes uh up through like, you know, kind of the the Sonic 06 era. 
Um, and I thought it'd be fun to kind of have you guys here today to kind of discuss what was it like researching a lot of that? What were some, uh, some discoveries that you guys made that really stood out to you? Uh, I guess before we get to that, did we have any Sonic-based news today? I mean... I don't think so. The only news we have is that we're going to get more news on Frontier at a game convention, I believe, soon. But that's like, that's news about news. That's kind of boring. Oh no, we got an entire like extra two seconds of uh, the Sonic Sonic Prime series. Though. Not even that, but like, <laughs> oh my god, like I have so much to talk about here. Yeah. Are you gonna make another? You gonna make another video called "How Did I Get an Eight Minute Video Out of This"? He looked <laughs> to the left. I think this represents that there will be something going on to his left, and he has to. No way, he's right. That was wrong. See that? See, that's the correction video. You get another eight minutes out I, of that. I gotta make a YouTube apology, apology for it. Is you it... Can... <sighs> there Guys, needs to be I one hoping... mid roll every minute for it. <laughs> I was hoping I wouldn't have to make a video like this, but I'm only human. I slip up. I'm a I'm a work in progress, okay? Is Sonic <laughs> looking towards the right wing? <laughs> oh no! Oh my Not God. again. I'm just imagining <laughs> I'm just imagining just freaking Eggman in his Sonic 06 design with Ben Shapiro's face. Oh lord. <laughs> Okay, you guys are degenerates. This will work out. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't floss, you'll be lost, Knuckles. Oh, God, I was so upset. So I was like, uh, I actually got a chance to be on a, an episode of Did You Know Gaming, where I was talking about a, a Metroid game book. And yeah, I was flex that way and go on. I, dude, I will flex that every chance I get. No, go on. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm telling you, do it. Like, but, like, it. My absolute shame is that the... 90% of the comments in there because people didn't know who I I was was all people saying that I sounded like Ben Shapiro. Oh no. Oh no no, you sound Those it... comments are so good to get because you never no one ever sounds anything like the people that YouTube commenters think they sound like. Look, if I guess if Ben Shapiro's balls ever dropped maybe, but no, nah, I, I I just get Linus tech tips out of Wayne. I I, it's like I get the visual too. comparisons to Scout the Waz, but Ben Shapiro, <laughs> I, I'm like, ah oh, man. I'm gonna own this Samus book with facts and logic. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm Sonic gonna talk to you about this Metroid game book from Japan to own the libs. Jesus Christ. Uh, uh sorry, I uh, we went off the rails there. Anyway, subscribe uh, yeah. to Sunset City for more political commentary. God damn it! <laughs> Is Knuckles red pilled? <laughs> <laughs> Knuckles likes grapes. That makes him based, or something, based I guess. Red quilled. Oh, oh no. that actually works. Damn it! I'm not like the woke Sonic. I don't chuckle. <laughs> well, as I said, Sonic Two is really an allegory. Sonic is blue. Knuckles is red. It's Republicans and Democrats. Like, what can I say? Eggman is the enlightened centrist trying to find balance between them both <laughs> while overturning the entire... I don't know. And the Master Emerald is a green new bill. <laughs> oh, great. I can't, I can't wait to talk about how the Master Emerald is functionally useless no matter how many times we vote for it. <laughs> we are really on a tangent. We need Nick. <laughs> he, came, he always came up to some track. Did he, though? Sonic, right? <laughs> The, the the dark age, as they would call it. He would sure just leave a, it <laughs> There is a lot of facts about that, huh? <laughs> no, that does. So, 
I am curious, what was the main sources for grabbing all the information? Because you pulled from a lot of like interviews and old magazines and stuff like that, it seemed just like a lot of contemporary conversations about what was going on about those games, Sonic Adventure 1 to everything at that time. Because I didn't even know at that time that like there was only a 12 person production team on Sonic Adventure 2. Like, I actually so, did not know that. Will I get will I get blocked for posting a link in chat? Uh, no. There, there's the whole link of sources. I think. Welcome. Uh, that's everything uh, in order throughout the video. Um, I think yeah. it actually just got. For some reason, that's not coming through at all. That's weird. Oh, good. Here, is I'll that, uh, where, where did you post promo it? in the chat? Like, what, what are you doing? I'll post it in the <laughs> server. Uh, that way, you guys can post it in the chat. Yeah, ah, you do that. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Maybe I'll that is modern thing. It probably oh, is. No Usually, way. you got a full-on thing of of sources here. Yeah, so that was a thing I uh, I don't usually do with these videos, but um, the Sonic community is very accusatory. So, so <laughs> I got a lot of people saying I made shit up, uh, and I was like, okay, let me. I'm on a deadline for a sponsor. I need to get another video out. Uh, after that, I'm gonna go back and and rewatch the whole video and get every source in order because I have like four different documents because. Uh, the first, like, 10 minutes of this video is more or less taken wholesale from the Sonic Adventure 2 video with stuff that I added in that I found out afterwards. Mm -hmm. So, uh, it was it was a lot of, like, re-researching stuff to begin with, and a lot of us pasting clips of the old video just kind of wholesale into the new video. I think, I don't know how many of that, you, uh, how much of that you did do, Chris, actually. But, um, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, so there was a lot of reuse in that one where we were like, well... I, I didn't feel comfortable just talking about Heroes and Shadow, which was the initial idea for the video, uh, without talking about SA2, because it's so important to tell that part of the story, because that's when Sega starts to collapse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And was there any so, part of... Yeah. Sorry, no, go on. No, no, go, go, go. Uh, I was going to say, was there any one of these, like, facts or sources where you just kind of read it and you were just like, whoa, really? Because there oh. were several times, like, yes. during your video, when I was just like, Jesus... Yeah, so I can tell you the exact pinpoint moment uh, when I decided to make all three of these videos. Uh, okay. The first one was during the Sonic 30th Anniversary Symphony, uh, and I was just sitting there and like feeling feeling the love of the community. Again, I'm not a huge Sonic guy. I've tried most of the games at this point, and I like them, you know. But I, I until now, I wouldn't have called myself a Sonic fan mm -hmm. because I keep trying them, and I'm like, yeah, they're pretty, they're pretty good. Some are okay, whatever. Um, that sort of thing. But I happen to know people like Chris who are huge Sonic fans. So by comparison, I don't ever feel worthy of calling myself a Sonic fan. And so when I saw the 30th anniversary symphony, I thought to myself, maybe it's time to give adventure one another shot because there's something that, um, I'm sorry. It was actually, there was a section in that symphony where they started, they started, they started, they started showing gameplay <laughs> of, uh, I think it was essay two actually, mm -hmm. and I and I noticed something that I just for some reason never acknowledged before, which was like, just like, it was something stupid like, oh yeah, I know these levels are open, but I never mentally processed how open some of these levels can be. Mm -hmm. And it was just one of those where I was like, maybe I was playing this game wrong, like maybe I was playing it too much, like you expect a Sonic game to be played twenty years later. And that was why I decided to make the essay one video. And then in the process of that one, at some point, Chris said to me, oh, yeah, and the reason SA2 is the way it is is because it was made by one-fifth of the people. And mm -hmm. instantly I was like, hold on, what, what did, what? And that was like, that was the moment where I was like, okay, I guess if this one does well, I have to do one on two because holy shit, 
maybe I've misjudged that game too. That lets you know there's a lot of production stuff going on in the back you want to know. Exactly, exactly. And then at some point during SA2, I want to say, Chris again just drops his fucking Sonic uh, Mega Mind factoids where he just <laughs> goes, yeah, and then in Heroes, uh, Takashi Azuka lost 20 pounds while working on it because he was the only level designer. And again... That was a, that was a game changer of a fact when I found yeah. that out. And again, it was just a, what the fuck? Like, how? And again, yeah. it explained everything instantly about... I, I had never played Heroes before, but it explained everything that I knew about Heroes instantly. Yeah, yeah. you hear that and you're like, oh, that's why half the revel... Revels, God. Half the levels are just on rails, or they repeat set pieces over and over. You're like, oh, okay. That's why Team Dark is literally just Team Sonic, but longer and more enemies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, out of curiosity, because I'm like quite a Sonic Adventure 2 defender and stuff, uh -oh. what would you say? <laughs> Leave me be. <laughs> what would you say is uh, like the main after effect, like the main piece of like, I guess, evidence in the final product that it was a much smaller team? Because I'd say on a technical level, it's definitely not any worse than Adventure 1, I guess. Um, for me, it's just that there are so... So, you know that moment in the first level in City Escape? Uh -huh. Where you probably already have never thought about this. There's that one gun robot, or one Eggman robot, rather, that drops down on you that you would not know is coming. Oh, at any other it's, it's right before a rail, right before the rail that gets you to the truck. Yeah, 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 thank you. So there's that one right there, and that was a moment where I knew that was coming because I had played SA2 before. Uh, and it's one of those where, where here's the here's the how the sausage is made. Sometimes you have to play the game badly to, to make a point. Uh, I didn't play badly, but what a new player would do is they wouldn't know that's coming. So you get hit. Yeah. And you record yourself getting hit, and then people say you're playing badly. It's like, well, I'm playing like a new fucking player, yeah. Um, that moment is, like, very indicative of a lot of SA2's uh, level design to me, where there are a lot of moments where you are already supposed to know. And that's meant for replayability. I know that's how Sonic often is. But there was a level of a lack of polish that was there in terms of fine-tuning a lot of those levels mm -hmm. that is not present in, like, Sonic 2, Sonic 3, even... Uh, no, I wouldn't say Sonic 3. Actually, now that you're... Now that you're mentioning that, that, um, that reminds me, if you do Radical Highway, there's a moment like that as well if you do the hard mode. I think I want to say there's about three separate moments when you play that game, that level in hard mode, where they just rely on that exact same gimmick of the enemy spawns on top of you, and there was no warning. I was going to say, it's a fun little reference to Metropolis Zone. <laughs> <laughs> no. Chris, I know you're much more versed in your opinions on SA2 than I am. I'm just kind of an idiot. Uh, you might have yeah. a more eloquent way to say a lot of what I said. Um, I think you got it, but I will throw SA2 some points as someone who's like a major SA1 guy, right? Like, I think the amount of levels and content in that game for the low amount of people who worked on it during the environment they yeah. worked on it in, very impressive. There's a few dozen levels. There's the whole chow system. There's like all these weird motion cap animated cutscenes for some reason. I don't know why they chose that, but they did. Like, there's a lot of work in that game. There's a lot of production in the soundtrack, even. Like, on a lot of levels, it's pretty good, all things considered. But, yeah, I the level design just doesn't sit right with me in that kind of way where it feels like they got it to a point of, like, okay, this is good enough. Like, you can get through this, but it's not quite as 
um, intuitive to going back through it again and trying to do it a whole lot better or a whole different way, if that makes sense. Yeah, I feel like in this say one. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no. You, you go ahead. I think yeah. I trampled on your point. No, you're you're good. I, I just feel like in this one, like I can look at some of those levels and some of them you can't, right? Like Xenopolis, that's just what the fuck is that level? But there's quite a few levels where you look at it and it's like, okay, I can try different approaches here. I can see new parts of this level I haven't even seen in a while just because I'm so used to going the same way through, right? I, I just don't get that fun out of SA2. And I I don't know if it's just different people who moved to the United States to work on it that just didn't wind up with that or if they didn't have the time or what, but... Uh, I think a mm. lot of it is a lot of it is probably time. If you look at how Speed Highway is designed... The design in Speed Highway is very much there is a single linear path, but if you yeah. use spin dash jumps, you can get on top of buildings. You can you can move around like it's a very open area. There's just a single linear path as your first path. If you take that same level design and apply it to something like, say, City Escape, then maybe we could have gotten something like we got with Sonic Generations, where you're able to go on upper and lower pathways by grinding on power lines, stuff like that that we got in in Generations, but none of that mm. was present in the original SA2. Like, I love the original City Escape to death, but it's very much a linear level without... Yeah the extra stuff that was added in generations later, the extra stuff that was present in a similarly themed level like Speed Highway. So I can understand so what where I that's was, coming from. What I was kind of thinking um, was wh where I thought maybe the smaller team kind of showed was that for starters, like when you think about it, there are less characters. I know there's there's six characters, but like they share play styles each. So it's really only three. three Whereas Adventure 1 had like, yeah, it was more varied up in Adventure 1, and the other thing I was kind of thinking was Adventure 1 obviously has the hub worlds and such, where Adventure 2 completely omits them. Uh, part of me wondered if maybe that actually more boiled down to the pacing of the story, but um, it's one of those things where if it is down to the smaller team, I think there are definitely some areas where, I guess to me, a Sonic Adventure 2 fan, like maybe it benefited, but like there's always a case to be made for the game to be better designed as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and one thing I will say before I go to another point I was going to make was uh, another thing that we kind of touched on about SA2's level design is uh, it's it's almost I would almost call it like rather than Sonic Adventure 2, I would call it like something dumb like Sonic Action because it's not as much of an adventure game directly. It is a much more linear adventure. It kind of it kind of eschews the usual um multiple pathways uh you know upper pathway middle pathway lower pathway that even sa1 had a lot of the time and that was sort of how like to me sa1 translated the the feeling of classic sonic into 3d better than i ever really had acknowledged prior when i went back and finally like when i played sa1 for that video i did a i did everything i 100 of that game with the exception of i, I cheated for big but i 100 of that game <laughs> uh, we all cheat for big yeah exactly so i'm in good company <laughs> but I did everything, and that wasn't something I intended to do, but just, I was playing it in 1999. I turned my brain back to, like, I mean, I would have been four, but I turned my brain back to that era. I played it as if I was in that era, and I stopped trying to think about it in the modern light. And the problem is, when you do that with SA2, it's not 1999 anymore. Like, those two years, a lot happens. Even SA1 was a, a little bit dated when it came out in terms of traditional 3D level design, but that's because it started production in, like, 96. You know, like, no one knew what 3D was, and by the time they were there, they were locked in. Whereas SA2, the issues it runs into, even if they were in SA1, 
I can forgive them a little bit less because now that game came out the same year as Jack and Daxter. Like a game that doesn't have load screens. You know, there's a certain point at which when you look at the contemporaries, SA2 starts to, to fall a little bit behind the times. And that's 100% because the company is falling apart around them. I don't fault the game directly for that when you acknowledge that context, but it's important to uh, also say, yeah, here's why I don't necessarily think the game is that great, but also I totally get why. Like that, that SA2 video was essentially me coming in, A, trying to give the game a shot because everyone wanted me to at that point, and B, me saying, hey, if anyone ever shits on this game, now you can say why. Like, if, you've, if you didn't know this stuff before, now you know. And in the same breath, like, you can take whatever you want to out of that video. You can say, oh, this guy didn't like it, that's fine, whatever. Uh, oh, he's a piece of shit, whatever. Um, <laughs> whatever it might be. But the point was that you can take that video and manipulate it however you want to get the opinion you already wanted. Because I'm not going to change it. How dare? How dare you give the haters ammunition like that? Jesus. <laughs> you just started a war, buddy. Well, that was like one of the things that I really enjoyed about uh, not only just the Sonic videos, but uh, the majority of videos that um, uh, that that you've uploaded is you're really good at not only analyzing the, the game and the contents within it, but also the context that surrounded its development. And it's kind of taking each element and not just addressing, yeah, you do or don't like it, but also, like, why was this decision made? What circumstances led to this getting included or taken out or something like that? And that's something uh, something I really enjoy. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I, I try to figure out a story to tell with each video, mm. which sounds pretentious as fuck, and it probably is. But, you know, like, I when I started the Ratchet videos, which at this point are I, probably what people know me best for, uh, I started those... 18 months ago uh, at this point, I started like early production on those and I figured out like the hooks that I wanted to tell throughout each of the videos. Like I still have like setups that I haven't paid off and we're on the last game. Uh, just like setting up those little fun stories to tell fun jokes to come back to and, and like figuring out the story of like with Ratchet and Clank, it was Insomniac actually did crunch. We always think that they don't crunch, that they're the one studio that doesn't. No, no, they they fucking did. And it's important to tell that because they got better. They stopped crunching eventually, or at least within reason. I mean, from what we've heard, Rift Apart had no crunch, the newest Ratchet game. And it's one of those things where if they can go in the span of given like 20 years from being a small 40 person studio to being 400 plus, I think is what their current number are, maybe 300 plus, And they can make seven games a year without having any crunch while taking care of their employees because they have like four they have one project manager for every like five employees or something like that now I, I might be getting that number wrong again but like they made an effort to say no no culture is important to us and we can improve so when i look at you know the most any other triple a game and i see all the crunch involved it's like no you can do this ethically you know you can take care of your people and have them not want to quit after they're done or not have, you know, a 60% turnover rate, or whatever. And uh, taking that over to Sonic, it's, it's, it's fucking wild that they didn't have as much turnover uh, in general, even though they had a lot during that era. Like, that's one of the impressive parts to me, is that someone like Izuka stuck through it, considering all the shit he went through. He just, like, that, guy's, that guy might be a saint, honestly. For no, how for real. Like, three decades. It's crazy. One of, 
one of the things with Izuka is I, I know that oftentimes when a franchise is going in a direction that I guess a fan base or whatever doesn't really want or like, they'll often kind of point the finger at the point of leadership, which I think Takeshi Izuka is pretty recognized as. And I, I feel like Izuka lost a lot of credibility in the run-up to, like, for example, the F-word, Sonic Forces, um, when he was doing the whole it's a brand new experience shtick and the whole it's not a short game, it's a long game thing. Um, and yet all and, but, of that like, turned out not to be true. Well, that yeah, you didn't really even need to explain that, man. But, like, <laughs> um, the thing I was kind of thinking was, like, I was kind of in that mentality of, like, Takeshi Azuka, is he really, like, devoted to this? He always comes across very robotic when talking about Sonic projects. So when I heard that he did most of the levels in Sonic Heroes by myself, I was like, god damn, no, this man is very passionate. Like, I, I can't fault him there. Um, it was It was a huge surprise. Like, for those that haven't seen the video, what was it, like, the other guy phoned in sick or something, and Takeshi Izuka had to make like half of the entire game by himself. Oh, he had to do all the level design, didn't he? So we don't have an exact number. We just know that in an interview with Nintendo Power, he said that partway through production, uh, the other level designer, I forget his name, but he came back for Shadow. He was fine. Uh, got really sick and just didn't come in. And so Izuka, the director of Sonic Heroes, was the only other level designer on that game. And he, I think for the last, like, I want to say like eight months of production. He was the only level designer. So, because he found that insane. quote at E3 where someone was talking to a Sega rep yes, and they yes. said, "Yeah, the game's like twenty percent done." And you're like, yeah. "What? That came that out was, in January." Was, <laughs> yeah, that was uh, May. So it shipped like seven months later. So before E3, the game was not even twenty percent done, and Azuka's alone on level design. Jesus, while That's directing insane. the game, that <laughs> is that game, absolutely yeah. insane. And that game 100% was supposed to be a holiday 03 release. But you can tell they delayed it like about a month out of that, even before they announced that game. Like A funny the, thing yeah. that I kind of thought of is, again, we're going back to the F word here, but like Sonic Forces, like kind of known for having really short levels and such, like not a lot there. And I remember the main excuse was kind of like, well, they only had three level designers. And that's so strange because now like, I see your Sonic Forces and Rise You as Sonic Heroes because, like, how the fuck? Yeah, Life was really long long. Wasn't there wasn't there also an argument that people were making where, like, well, it took them so long getting Hedgehog Engine 2 working. I, like, apparently well, it couldn't accommodate longer levels or something. It couldn't render them. A, I mean, possibly. I don't, that's, I don't personally think there's much basis to that. I think yeah. Forces is just the way it is, just due to either, like, mismanagement or just too much executive interference and, at some level. And, and I feel like, and I feel like uh, something like the development of Sonic Heroes really shouldn't be a goalpost. Like I wouldn't want to compare something to that because it's yeah. just like love the game or hate it. Like I, I look at Majora's Mask; that's my favorite game of all time. But I would rather just never get another game that hits me that way if it meant that it the people that went through what they did developing that in such a short amount of time, um, if uh, as if we never have another team that goes through that, um, I'll accept not getting another game as good as Majora's Mask. Like, it, it's not worth it. That kind of crunch is not healthy. Yeah. yeah. And, and to the point of uh, forces, Chris, you were the one that told me um, years ago that it was that you were like baffled when that game came out. And like the, the lead director of, of Generations is a junior level designer on that game or something like that, right? It's something like that. Yeah, to the point where you're like, wait, 
Why wasn't he in charge of the game from the start? What? What? <laughs> that feels I think, um, very mismanagement. <laughs> there is, of course, the rumor that Sega were originally working on, like, adventure remakes or something, and then, like, because Rise of Lyric did what it did, they suddenly kind of scrambled and thought, hey, let's just make a game that, you know, apes on all of the absolute best things of the franchise and stuff. So classic Sonic, modern Sonic, Sonic Generations and add in OCs and stuff. And I can kind of believe that. I don't know if I believe that it was adventure remakes that they can, but I can believe that maybe this was like a last minute, hey, let's just try and make the best of it thing. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if I... W- <sighs> there's a part of me that wants to say I don't believe it, but then there's a part of me that sees <clears throat> five years of development leading to Sonic Forces. So I'm. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. no, they definitely didn't spend all five of those years working on the game or the engine. They couldn't like, have. They couldn't. It's have. hard to at least not think that Sega didn't have like a different team lined up to make something for that gap, right? But for whatever reason, it didn't happen. Either it was never planned or it fell through. But like that was a very long gap. Speaking yeah. as we're kind of going through the same gap again. <laughs> it's such a lose lose situation as well, though, because. Like, Sega kind of proved, especially with, like, Sonic 06, that they want to jump on, like, a new generation while it's fresh, while it's early, you know, get Sonic to be a poster boy for the next gen. And obviously they didn't have that opportunity with Sonic Forces, partially down to the Nintendo deal and stuff, but it's like, okay, so they're not jumping onto the new console, so they can take a little bit of time, I guess. And then, yeah, it ended up being a lose-lose situation because what we got in the end was so insufficient. It's it's a very strange case. There's There's so much more... I want to know about like forces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and there's a thing that I, um, this is research I did years and years ago before I did any like Sonic videos, but there was a, a fascinating thing that I had discovered, which was that Sonic team was directly involved in some form of production on a Sonic game that released every single year from 1991 until 2013 was 13, uh, lost world or 14. Yeah. 13. Uh, 2013. 13. So the only year they didn't have a Sonic game that Sonic Team had some hand in working on in some major capacity was 2000, because that was the year that Sonic Pocket Adventure came out, and they had nothing to do with that, I Mm. think. Uh, Or there was no Sonic game that year. That might just be what it was. Either way, they worked on something every other year. So to go from that to suddenly, actually, surprise, we don't have any games for like three years. I I don't fully believe that there was like a game that they were working on that they then immediately scrapped. Uh, I think that would have leaked at some point. Sega is pretty leaky. Even after Sammy, they per- they've been pretty leaky. So I think I think that there's just there was some development hell that went on with whatever forces would have been, but I don't think that there was anything far enough along personally that it was like, oh, there was an adventure remake in production. Uh, because that's a break glass in case of emergency sort of situation. Yeah. If you're gonna do that one, and that's already the worst mentality to have when remaking a game like that. Like, if well, that you, is um, your safety net, you're not going to make it well. Right. Were you also kind of familiar with, like, the script leaks of, like, Sonic Forces as well? Because I think that tells you a lot about the kind of production atmosphere. I I feel like I heard vaguely about that stuff, but I was not uh, keyed in in 2017 to a lot of that stuff. Okay, yeah. So there was a leak, and it was annotated by Aaron Weber, who's obviously quite a big wig in the whole thing and like the script was very similar to the one that we ended up with and it was just full of like criticisms saying like this doesn't make any sense and it's like the fact that we've got this annotated script that basically says the script isn't good enough 
and the game we got had something so close to that script i think with only really very minor changes like i think the phantom ruby had a different name and nephilus the dark was among the villains roster Memphis, um, that would make no sense for him to conjure up Mephilus. That would bring up way too many questions. Well, then you'll be happy to know that he's not in the game. <laughs> yeah, but it's it just it's thinking thinking about that as like one of the early ideas and like, yeah, I'd like Mephilus to come back. That would be neat. But him coming up as a Phantom Ruby clone, literally half the cast would go, who is this person? Because canonically, oh, yeah, they have sure. no idea who the fuck he is. For yeah. sure. No, absolutely. Well, half the players of the game wouldn't know, so... <laughs> I mean... Yeah, that's, I... <laughs> that's another thing. Like, that's the thing I've talked about with, with Ratchet and Clank, that it's so true with Sonic as well, is that there are so many different... Like, we all know there are so many different portions of fan base with Sonic, but it's not even just in terms of, like, you know, adventure fans, 2D fans, uh, Boost fans. Most of those people are wildly different ages. Like, there are kids that are playing Sonic Roblox now, and Chris, I'm, I'm stealing this line from you. Oh. There are kids that that are playing Sonic Roblox now as their first Sonic game. Mm -hmm. And that's yep. going to be more kids than have ever played any Sonic game ever. Jesus. Oh, stop. Yeah, like, you don't... I wasn't really thinking about it until I was playing it, but I was going through, I was like, oh, this is kind of neat. And I saw the ads for the movie, and I was like, oh, wait, Roblox is, like, a big thing with kids. Oh, 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 okay. This is going to be that weird, like, first video game Sonic impression on, like, a whole generation we're going to have to deal with online in, like, a decade. Oh, no. <laughs> I kind of, yeah, I, I thought about that, actually, because I, I always find it weird how, like, I mean, okay, it's kind of more forgiven because, like, pandemic and stuff, but, like, in, like, 2020, they released the Sonic movie with no real kind of Sonic game, you know, alongside it, apart from, like, I guess, Team Sonic Racing, but that's not, I guess, a stellar example of what Sonic is about, given that it's a racing spinoff. Um, so I was kind of like, they did it again with Sonic 2, but it's like, it feels like they had that Roblox thing just quickly put together and ready to go. So it's like, hey, there is a Sonic game to go alongside the movie. And in a weird way, I feel like Origins is kind of like a, a late comer to that same party. But I remember we were speculating at one oh, absolutely. point that it was going to be coming out alongside the Sonic 2 movie. And for all we know, that was the plan. Um, maybe, I, I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, that was what they said at the Sonic Central. They were saying, like, uh, it's uh, going to be ahead of the um the movie so you know kids I, getting into sonic can yeah they, they said it will release ahead I, of the film i thought at sonic central literally all they said about it because i because I, I remember going back and listening to it at one point because I, I think all they really said about it was that it was coming out early 2022 yeah they didn't really give any info i think hmm, i'll have to look into that i think I don't think any Sonic game after uh, three and Knuckles, or after two, really, starting with three and Knuckles, has come out exactly when they intended. I think, like, I'm sure there are a couple, but like, obviously, three ran into the issue of, uh, oh shit, we need a game. Uh, yeah, like split up in <laughs> two. Uh, I'm sure Adventure had a delay that I'm forgetting about at some point, um, even just in Japan. Like, there, there are so many. I can't think of a Sonic game that released exactly on time, and I'm sure that they moved origins to uh that's coming out on the 21st right that's the that's the usual sonic birthday or is it 23rd 20th, 20th, i think i think 25th 23rd yeah whatever whatever sonic's birthday is it's coming out that day and i'm sure that's intentional now i'm yeah. sure it wasn't intentional at first yeah it was kind of like a let's do the next best thing i guess you know yeah mm -hmm. let's put it out for the 31st anniversary for the 31st time we've the... half of the 
games. <laughs> <laughs> For the fastest thing alive, he sure does run into a lot of delays. <laughs> Look, oh. there's always there's always a monkey's paw with all these things. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is a it is interesting to think that like there is another world where we could get okay, hold on, what in the world are they getting working at? <laughs> as I'm as I'm trying to speak, Growlith and Chip are just like, hey, there's something going on outside. Let's go talk about that. Okay, they can yeah. have their own podcast in the living room. Um, <laughs> Sunset Kettle. And again, she literally just walked into my office to bark and run off again. What in the world is going on? Um, anyways, what I was going to say is it's it's weird to think that there's a potential other timeline where Sega does not get completely screwed over when it comes to uh, production, where we have like a Sonic Adventure 2 with a proper, uh, a properly sized team. It just in general the idea that we might have a version where every Sonic game is not a Majora's Mask type of scramble to get something out the door. Yeah. But and yeah. And, and for those that may not know, uh, I mentioned this in both the SA2 video and the, the Sonic team video that then uses part of that SA2 video. Uh, the reason that the team for SA2 was as small as it was, was essentially directly tied to the fact that everyone else at Sega was already doing something. And the, um, chairman of of sega at the time uh isao okawa said hey make an online game and sonic team was the only company or the only sub studio to have people free so they were forced to make fantasy star online and that is where most of sonic team adventure one team went and yep. then sonic team adventure two team was like 11 12 people that moved to the u.s because izuka really likes the u.s i was also surprised by his reasoning there it's well just he liked it. <laughs> Honestly, fucking credit to him. At least he says it. <laughs> he's, one, he's one of the few people that's generally honest, except for most of the interviews he gives. <laughs> actually, does uh, kind of remind me of like one of the the uh, the funniest but most surprising revelations from the video was um, the inspiration behind Shadow the Hedgehog. So, so that's one that I think people took a little bit um, maybe out of context, and I probably should have I probably should have clarified, but I thought maybe people would. Uh, get that it's half like it's it's not it's not a one-to-one -one. i've had a lot of people say so let me go back i'm sorry uh izuka mentioned in an interview right after heroes came out like oh yeah um and it's actually i think in the same interview maybe uh or maybe like shortly after heroes came out the, generally the same era where he said yeah i almost died working on sonic heroes because i was the only level designer uh he essentially said i was so busy working on games that i really want to see a lot of the western games that uh that i haven't played such as uh jack 2 jack 2 yeah. and to me that's not like a one-to-one -one. this motherfucker played jack 2 and said yo hold up but i think a lot of people took it that way mm. i think there's inspiration there i don't think that it's like straight up let's make jack 2 but with sonic characters let's get guns and vehicles I, yeah i i could still believe it if only because i mean uh some light bulb had to have gone off during that playthrough. I mean, Baron Praxis is basically just Eggman. I mean, it also does make some sense, I'll say that much as well. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it still checks out either way. But a lot of people I've seen 
across the internet now saying Jack Two directly inspired Shadow, and I'm like, you no. fucking idiots! Why uh, <laughs> you're taking Evan, you you're taking this inch and you're moving it a little? You're a little moving it past the mile point. I, I got to go on a fucking quick sidebar here. Yeah, <laughs> Cream the Rabbit was made for Sonic Heroes. I know. Anyone watching this that watched that video, if you left a comment, I hate you. Sonic Advance <laughs> 2 came out before Sonic Heroes, but it started production after Cream was conceptualized for Sonic Heroes. Okay, see, that's I actually a... I, 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 I forgot that I actually had that question. I, I said what I said because I knew a lot of people would make themselves look stupid in the comments. So <laughs> many people commented that. Oh my god. It's gotta be a hundred at this point. Like, oh, genuinely, and, and I, I corrected a few, and then I was like, I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm fucking done. That's where you just do a pinned comment, and you go, okay, motherfuckers. Uh, no, no. People one don't read those. It's the worst part. It's in the pinned <laughs> comment. It's one of the first things I say in the pinned comment. It's like, yes, hold on. No, trust me. Here's the source. No. So, and the uh, amount of people, like, that's the only thing they have to say about the video. Like, I get it. You know, I watch a lot of videos and don't comment, but there's a lot more going on than Cream the Rabbit in that video. <laughs> it's a, it's yeah. a so, one-off like, phrase. If, if that's what you take out of it, um, you deserve to have left that comment. So what I'm getting here <laughs> is that you guys are really enjoying the Sonic fan base. I mean, mm. Chris has been in it for a they, long time. We get, <laughs> yeah. we get hung up on every all Sonic fans get hung up on random things that don't matter or they go, actually, no, that's not true. You see, this thing is true. You go, OK, that's true for the Sonic fan base, the small, marginalized, awkward community that we are. That is not true for the gaming community at large. Yeah, it's, it's another yeah. thing. I, I've said similar in, in the, the most recent Ratchet video I did, because I talked about Ratchet PS4, the one that everyone thinks everyone hates, but really is the highest selling Ratchet and Clank game and the most successful, and more people probably like it than any other Ratchet game. But the 4,000 Ratchet and Clank fans think it's the worst one. So, you know, <laughs> what are you going to do? was my first Ratchet and Clank game, so, and I really liked it. Yeah, that's, that's how most people were. It was like most people's first Ratchet and Clank game as far as people that have played Ratchet and Clank now. Like, I, I didn't even see the movie that came out alongside that's, it. Like, that's fine. It was one of those things where I was kind of intrigued because, like, video game movie, I want to see how it does. And, like, a lot of people were like, now just play the game instead. And I was like, okay, get the same experience, I guess. I kid you not, there's only two things from the movie I actually remember, and that's they had a they had a kind of funny gag about the Wilhelm scream in, somewhere in there. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, yeah. uh, I, I thought that was funny. And then the little Dr. Nefarious sting in the in the mid credits I yeah. was was fun, but that just kind of made me think, oh man, I wish I was playing the game with Dr. Nefarious. You know what was funny though to me actually, and I, I actually really do agree with you there. Uh, Wayne. Um, but what was weird to me was I hadn't played a Ratchet & Clank game before. My familiarity with Ratchet & Clank was not very high at all. But as soon as Nefarious showed up, I was like, ah, oh, sweet, it's the main vi Why does he look like that? <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and that's actually based on, like, in Ratchet 3, he, he originally was organic, and then right. he, like, gets mutilated and becomes robot and hates all organic life forms. And then he goes batshit crazy because he loses. So, it, at a certain point, he's just insane. Like, like we always knew that at some point or another he was a uh, a squishy, but uh, that's that that's a word. That's what they call him. That's that's the exact term he uses. Yep. <laughs> Any organic life form he refers to as the squishies. He also even he I know that and thinks that Clank is a secret agent. Yeah, dude, that, that game's so fun. He's great, but but anyway, point point being that everyone thinks that game is trash because YouTube algorithms do things and. Like, no, most people like that game. They just don't talk online about it because they're smart. 
I think, uh, and a lot of it is, um, well, I don't know if that's getting too deep into, into a rabbit hole, because I don't want to put words in anybody's mouths, um, but there is one video in particular, oh my god, uh, there is one video in particular that my, (laughs) mine kind of goes to, uh, and again, I'm not, I'm not trying to name names, because I'm not trying to, like, throw anybody in, in any kind of drama or whatever. But that was the one uh, that I was thinking of when it was just like, oh, this is this discourse. This is where it started, where everybody started turning against this game. Um, as oh. we get this one really big video about about the Ratchet and Clank uh, movie game. And then uh, that was basically going into every detail about why it was bad. And then, uh, you know, it kind of it kind of go- went from there. That's yeah. kind and of a I... go ahead. Sorry, oh, I was going to I was going to say that. <laughs> It's agitating when that happens because I guess now, as as people have been in the Sonic community for a while, we should kind of see that coming from a that kind of stuff coming from a mile away, because we've had it happen here with things like SA two. It's it's all happened before. It will all mm-hmm. happen again, and yeah. it's just like when um when uh you mentioned earlier about how okay in a decade we're going to have the discourse of the people who their first sonic game was the was the roblox tie-in yeah we, like the movie sonic was their sonic like this specific weird two-year period was like how they got into the series right and it's the same <laughs> it's the same conversation that was had about four years ago with sonic forces where they were like okay give it another six or seven years and the sonic forces stands are going to be growing up and they're going to be having words to say about how this is their favorite thing. And, oh, my God, Infinite is just so cool. And, yeah. <laughs> and to bounce and, off of that, uh, that, and that's where I was going with the Ratchet thing, is, like, the one thing that um, Rift Apart, the newest game, did so remarkably well was that it had to, it had to be both a soft reboot, a sequel to an eight-year-old game that nobody played, a sequel to a 13-year-old game that a lot of people, more people, not really still many people played, and also, like, a a pseudo-sequel, not a sequel, but, like, a follow-up to the PS4 game, which more people played and then didn't play any other Ratchet game, or it was their first Ratchet game, than any other Ratchet game had been. Like, that's the, that is the introductory point to the franchise for more people than even Ratchet 1. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially now that it was free, like, six times, because they made it free on PS Plus, they made it free on, uh, during COVID, I think, twice. Uh, it's free on PS5 for every PS5 owner ever now. Like, it's going to be the first PC Ratchet & Clank game, allegedly. Uh, if if oh. uh, it, it got leaked as one of the games they were going to put on PC. I don't know why they're choosing that one. I know Rift Apart would be hard to do. Uh, don't think that's the right game to do it with, but... You, I, I was going to say Rift Apart would have felt like the, the obvious one to me, but... It'd be oh. a solid-state drive thing, is the issue. You would need oh. to have a solid-state, because that game, that game... Like, what they do is they load everything in front of you like your 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 um viewfinder like what you can see yeah is what is loaded in real time they don't they unload everything behind you isn't isn't that interesting though like it, it's uh it's kind of neat just kind of how we go through these circles in in game development and and uh how we revolutionize ideas that have kind of been dabbled with before because i remember like back on the uh the super nintendo uh a link to the past did something similar with the with hyrule and the dark world kind of loading them in on top of each other yeah. Um. And then, like, uh, kind of switching between the two. I know it's not entirely the same thing, but I, th- I think you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Yeah. Um. I just find that fascinating. Yeah. And, and and so the thing that Rift Apart does remarkably is that you you know I'm not going to say everyone who didn't like Rift Apart is cynical, but there are a lot of people that hate played that game, and you can tell. 
And it's weird because I don't get it because, like, guys, you're like 30 now. Ratchet's 35. It's okay if he's a little different. Shut the fuck up, please. And so it's it's fascinating to me because otherwise that game does a stellar job at blending what people generally want from all of the the eras of Ratchet and Clank while also still being its own like new sort of reboot sort of thing. It's not a reboot, but like it's a soft reboot. It's a way you can come into the franchise fresh and you're not going to really question it. And that's so hard to do 20 years in. And it's the exact issue that Sonic has struggled with for 20 years now, yeah. because it every time there's a new concept for Sonic, it's another fracture off of the audience. Like um, Azuka had said, uh, and he had his story changed many times, was that, no, I'm not trying to appeal to a different audience with Shadow the Hedgehog's game. I'm trying to appeal to the ones that have maybe grown up. But then later he said, no, it was for a different audience. Like, it, like he's, trying to, he's trying to expand the Sonic franchise by adding splinters, uh, or rather Sega, not him. It shouldn't be a him thing. Sega's mm -hmm. trying to expand the franchise by adding splinters that can try and rope people back into the Sonic cinematic universe, as it were. And that's, that's not really a winning strategy. I don't think when it comes to children's hedgehog game. And that's sort of why we end up with like, you know, the, the unleashed stands versus the, the, the Oh six apologists that exist now versus SA one fans versus SA two fans. Cause those games are completely you, different anyway. You keep making games for niches and you get surprised when the fans niche down type of deal. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's like, there's a certain point where it's like fucking like, if you just stick with what you're doing, uh, It'll probably work better. Like Yakuza has outsold a lot of recent Sonic games. And that game's been the same for like 20 years. Crazy. 15 years, sorry. Mm -hmm. Like you'll shed a lot of fans along the way, but it, I think if you start catering to one specific audience, then you start actually building that kind of weird, I don't know, not rapport, but product rapport, I guess, with them. Where they're like, okay, I know what I can expect now. I either like it or I don't. And they can keep improving on it, right? I mean, it's kind of like what... Uh... Kind of like what Mario's done for the longest time, where they have the the core Mario game, while it may drift between point A to point B or or collectathon type of stuff. The core Mario game, whether it's 2D or 3D, is always the same game for the most part. A couple of gimmicks added in, but it's always the same game. If they want to experiment with it, give us a darker story, um, give us extra characters that have like really unique abilities, stuff like that. They always go for the side game treatment. Oh, you want a bunch of interest? You want to see what happens when all these characters are not just enemies, but they're real people populating a world? Go play the Paper Mario series. You want to see the locales that are outside of the Mushroom Kingdom? Uh, go play Mar the Mario and Luigi series. That's where you can get that. If you want to see uh, what happens when Bowser's actually on your side instead of the main enemy, then there's a myriad of ways that you can experience that. That's been what Mario's done for the longest time. If you want the core Mario experience, every generation, there is at least one game that can give you the core Mario experience. Sonic doesn't have that. Yeah, and, and there's another splinter to that even, which is that one of the things that helped Sonic stand out as time went on from, from Mario in the early console wars days was that they introduced tails and knuckles and now everyone always wants tails and knuckles in every sonic game and then as the cast expanded people want those characters to be playable too and then you end up with the uh, fucking sonic 06 where there are 20 different gameplay approaches like it's not sustainable like and then when you cut back to just sonic people get mad because they want tails or they want knuckles and it's like at a certain point 
you have to accept that like there's only so much that's feasible and they've clearly bitten off more than they can chew a lot over the last 20 years um and then again you factor in that so many of the people want so many different things out of so many different sonic facets it's it's just it's a lose-lose situation and there's really no way to get through it unless you do honestly what i think they're doing now which is just hey roblox kids you're our audience now like we're going to appeal to the target audience of these games rather than trying to appeal to everybody because at this point the oldest sonic fans are 40. that kind of reminds me a little bit of the pokemon problem where you've got one really good game uh that has 150 pokemon and that is an, a, a stellar amount of unique creatures for a game made in that time and then to cap off on that they take the same engine and they make a game with 250. and then we get to today where we're creeping on quadruple digits Every fan has their favorite. Everyone wants theirs in the game. And you start going, wait, why are all these animations just recycled? Why do why do all the Pokemon just act exactly the same? Why are all these models so low quality? And it's like, well, because they're trying to put a thousand of them in every game now. Every year, not even every game, yeah. every year. Like like Game Freak has not has not really increased its staff size in like 15 years or something like that. Like I'll say I'll say this, I think on kind of, I guess, an optimistic note, I do think it would be quite smart if maybe the Roblox Sonic Speed Simulator was like a basis point of things to come in terms of like Sonic's overall gameplay and handling. Maybe like Sega and the guys that developed that kind of collaborate and said, this is how we want Sonic to move from here on out because he controls well in that. Like I still prefer like having a little more to do in those worlds and just, you know, run around the place. But like, you know, they've got quite a good sense of like that momentum based Sonic gameplay. And if they said, OK, that's going to be how Sonic controls in Frontiers and that's how he's going to control in other things, I'd be I'd be game for that. So if it turns out that it's like they're bringing in this these Roblox kids audiences and basically just say this is the progenitor for the new generation of Sonic. I wouldn't object to what they're doing right now, even down to the fact that they've got unlockable skins in there as well. So it doesn't completely change up the gameplay, but I can still play as Tails if I want to. Doesn't that yeah. run into a secondary issue, though? Just just solely because it's Roblox, right? If it, if it were almost anything else, maybe it wouldn't be an issue. But Roblox has this weird thing where when you make a game for Roblox, it only works in their engines. It cannot work right. outside of yeah. that. And like so that's I, not what yeah i'm not saying they're going to develop all the games using roblox but maybe it's like roblox what they've achieved with that is the blueprint and then sega will kind of replicate that going forward i would hope they can i just sega with making new engines to make him feel good and going this is how we're going to do it they've had these blueprints for a while i wish they would be better at emulating them but we had Adventure 1 and 2 as really good control blueprints for the longest time, and then Heroes comes in and goes, okay, what if that, but we're on butter? Right. <laughs> what if you didn't trust your movement? Okay, here's a game for you. <laughs> yeah, and this is coming for somebody yeah. like, I love Heroes. Uh, be it, be it, one of me and Pup's earliest disagreements was on Heroes, and be going, fuck you, I'm going to play through Heroes live on stream with you watching, just to prove you wrong. <laughs> um... <laughs> The I love is, that yeah, game, I, but it is like you're on butter. I registered your points when we did that. We both learned a little something from each other mm -hmm. when we did that playthrough thing. And like, because I, I was watching, I was like, this does look pretty cool, <laughs> to be fair. So I went back and played it on a GameCube emulator because I'd only played like the Xbox version. 
And I, I had fun, but yeah, no, Sonic feels horrible in that game. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, There's it's... a lot of neat ideas as someone who doesn't enjoy it all that much. Like, I tried, especially after the video Kevin put out, I was like, well, I probably need some footage of my own for YouTube stuff anyway, so you know, I'll give it a playthrough. Oh. <laughs> I'm in Team Dark, and I'm just flying off rails in Rail Canyon and stuff, and like it's just shooting me into an abyss when I'm not touching anything. I'm like, man... But it does have a lot of neat ideas in it. Fucking crocodile. It feels like that is <laughs> way crocodile. too many. That is way too many of the Sonic games. It's, it's got some good ideas. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing. Like, you get... This is kind of the point I was pulling up before with the... Uh, there's the core of this experience, and then there's the, sh the offshoots. Like, there needs to be a way to have just a really rock-solid engine that you can throw stuff into. Like, imagine... Imagine a Shadow of the Hedgehog game, right? Like let's pr let's pretend we have Gilly's meme from the chat. We have a we have a Shadow of the Hedgehog two uh, that Wayne piggybacked off of because he's an enabler. Um, <laughs> 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 let's let's pretend we have that for a minute. We have a Shadow of the Hedgehog two that is actually it controls as tightly as say an adventure one does. You don't feel like you're on butter, but it's tightened up a little bit because adventure one does have an issue where like when you're running down, when you're running on the street, it's hard to stay straight. You always kind of drift a little to the left or a little to the right. Mm -hmm. So tighten that up a little bit, have your shadow of the hedgehog game. Don't force the players to go through and play it 10 separate times to get your final ending. And I would want to see just, just that what the reception would be to just that no other changes just you have that setting you have the the gun controls and everything that everybody hates but you have it controlling well enough in an engine that is competent and you're not making people replay it a billion times to get to the true story ending i want well, to see and, what the fan re reception to that would be one of the fascinating things to me and this isn't about shadow as much as uh, heroes is heroes they said there was a new engine, but it was a new graphics engine that uses the SA1 gameplay engine still. Yeah. So I don't know what the fuck happened. Well, that's why like, I was saying that like it's a it's it's not so much about emulating it one to one. It's about taking that and going, OK, let's let's do this and let's tighten it up a little bit because there because SA1 is as good as it is. I do feel like a lot of Sonic's controls are helped by its level design. Yeah, yeah, you 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 design around whatever like gameplay approach you want to go for. If you want to make a slippery ass game, make some wide ass paths. And yeah, that's <laughs> you know, not make... what we got in here. <laughs> yeah. But even yeah. better, like SA2 uses the same engine. Like obviously they improve things over time. So I don't know what happened between uh SA1 to 2 that led to heroes being so goddamn slippery. Like, I get the feeling they were just like, we want to make this the fastest one yet and didn't quite think it through. I think they just had, I think everybody simultaneously went on the keto diet and just, they got obsessed with butter, is all Seriously, it is. we get it, man. You're on the keto diet. I'm, I'm <laughs> actually not I anymore. I don't think it's oh, was. Oh, like you that stopped? Sonic Heroes. Uh, they had like Atkins and stuff, but yeah, the idea of like having a, a crap ton of butter was not a, was not integrated. Oh, no, I, I yeah, meant see, I want to try the Atkins because he didn't eat. But yeah. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, there do, do a, the, the Sonic Heroes diet. Yeah, you'll lo you lose 20 pounds in a production cycle. <laughs> but you get a job at least. You won't be paid enough, though, because it's crunch. I need to work on Sonic Heroes. <laughs> <laughs> you're waking up in the morning, and you're like, I gotta go to work. And then you sit up, and you're in your office, and you're like, oh, fuck, Sonic Heroes. <laughs> <laughs> that feels like it's going to be like the new David Lynch movie. <laughs> It's just fucking, it's, it's Groundhog Day. 
every time you wake <laughs> up, you're like, oh no, more. <laughs> I want a I want a box of cereal that's just like the design of the Sonic Heroes boxer. Let's let's get these uh these rails down. Let's get this bread. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh man. Well, I. Uh... Yeah, so that kind of does cover because uh, you talked a bit about um, Sonic Adventure 2, Sonic Heroes, Shadow the Hedgehog. Um, was there a lot that we that that we touched on Sonic 06? We actually didn't I, touch uh, much on 06. So in, in the video, uh, the, the intent of the video shifted over time. And I realized uh, midway through editing, once I decided on like the chapter concept of like doing the SA2 styled, uh, you know, Comic Sans chapter intros. Uh, once I had decided on that near the end, I was like, so, so here's some, how the sausage was made again. Uh, I was midway through shadow and I was like, I don't want to fucking write this right now. And so I moved on to the ending. And so I wrote the rest of the video and then I came back to finish shadow. And I realized when I came back to finish the shadow section and like, you know, lock the video down, uh, script wise that I had a perfect transition into like in the post shadow, uh, like world where, so Shadow was Shadow was made by the same Sonic Team USA that was made uh, that had made SA2 and Heroes. Yeah. Uh, the next Sonic game after that was going to be made by Sonic Team Japan, and it was going to be made uh, there because Sonic Team USA was working on Shadow and then feasibly a Shadow Two. That, that that part's not like what was guaranteed to come next, but they wanted another Shadow game. Like they wanted that to be a series, and so. Sonic Team Japan uh, made an Astro Boy game using the Havoc physics engine on the PS2, and Chris made a really good video on that game, and it's, I think, the only video on that game that exists, and it's the best one, incidentally. Yay! So That's a glowing remark, Devin. After that game, they went, they went and moved on to making the next-gen Sonic game, but that was, like, in 05, so they had, like, a year and change. Anyway, point is that after, uh, after all that had gone on over the previous six years, because there's a whole bunch of shit, like, not, not, not to plug you to watch my video if you haven't, but there's so much fucking shit that we can't cover. It is, no, it is like, an actual HBO documentary series worth of shit about this, this fucking company. Like, Sega is losing money year over year, more and more money every year. Their their president chairman, the guy who owned the company for the last 20 years, is dying of heart failure. He's still saying, I don't want to make another fucking console. Stop making the Dreamcast. Like, don't make the Dreamcast. Don't do it. And then he gets overridden somehow by his own company. And then he says, all right, fuck you guys. I'm putting $100 per console into giving this shit Ethernet so that you can fucking make it an online console because that's the future. And, and all this shit's going on. People are, are fucking quitting the company in mass to make fucking Blinks the Time Sweeper because they see what's going on. Sega's laying off hundreds of employees year after year. They go under a corporate restructure. They try and merge with Sammy. They then say, actually, psych, never mind. They try and merge with Namco. The next day, they say, psych, never mind. They lose money. Their president, their, uh, their Sega of America president, their COO, all step down for the fourth time in four years. And fucking all this shit's happening. They finally merge with Sammy after a year because Sammy's like, fuck you, actually. We're just going to buy you. F just fuck you, okay? Like, stop it. And <laughs> all because Sega allegedly wanted control of the merged company, Sega Sammy. They would have made up 22% of that company because Sammy's much bigger. And they wanted they, to run the they company. They wanted to run it with only a 22% share? They wanted they wanted some hand in management, uh, there, at least like a major hand in management. There's an entire Yu-Gi-Oh subplot about why that doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> so, so all this shit is going on. And, and what I do in the video is I say something had to give. 
and it cuts to the Sonic 06 chapter, and then it cuts to the 2007 chapter, because I don't need to say shit about that game. You know. It, it explains everything. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it is kind of one of those things where it's like, I feel like uh, Sonic 06 really has been talked about to death, where it's like, we know the good, we know the the bad, the the lots of bad, not only just kind of like in within the game itself, but also just like everything that's surrounded, how it was made, how it was rushed out the door, just like the the process, the you know, the the line of, of poor decisions that led to it. And that's something like looking back on the Sonic games uh, on my own channel recently that I, I've just been kind of picking up on is like, good Lord, so many of these were just, you know, rushed in in their development and it's something that they just never learned from it's absurd though isn't it but also i guess it's kind of a testament to this so-called meta era of sonic is that it has managed to kind of actually keep something going for Sonic. like a lot of people well um that there's a lot of sonic fans and uh one prime example of this is our good pal chow mix who personally uh, took a positive from that kind of dark age sonic mentality of uh we are gonna try something new which is going to be a new lasting direction for the franchise but we rushed it fumbled it outside the gate and went back to the drawing board and it's reflective in like sonic's design i feel like i i don't feel the constant changing of well adjusting of sonic's art style is necessarily down to oh they were just really creative i think it was down to the fact that they wanted these things to stick and never did they wanted the shadow the hedgehog franchise offshoot it didn't happen because they fumbled the bag out the gate oh six was meant to be a reboot they fumbled the bag out the gate sonic boom they fumbled the fucking bag out of the gate so i think the fact that they've managed to land on like the sonic unleashed sonic and carry it along through to like frontiers there is definitely a positive aspect to that, even if you do feel a bit bored of it. It's no coincidence that Yuji Naka left and then things got unified. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. No, like w what you said about uni, uh, uni, Yuji as well. Um, Welcome to University I thought, Naka. I kind of thought, like, I'm kind of glad Balan Wonderworld went the way it did. I don't like to be mean spirited and be glad something fails, but I was like, he needs a reality check. There's part of that that bothered me because that, that all that news came out like a week after this video dropped, which was very uh, good timing on their part. Thanks, guys. And <laughs> the thing to me was that that immediately bounced into people like jumping and, and jumping in front of the gun truck to defend Yuji Naka. And I like if you look at the context, he said everyone in the development company and HR wanted him out. <laughs> Well, that's that's what I said, because I, I responded to it on Twitter and I was just like, yo, dude, we know Yuji Naka's history and he is not play nice with uh, there's a reason he's jumped around from studio to studio. But also Square Enix kind of sucks at times. Like, no, nobody's a good guy here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to defend fucking Square. God, no. But the fact like the fact that he said everybody in the company wanted him out <laughs> and he blamed them. no. At fucking look in a goddamn mirror and then the fact that people were defending that i'm like no look at anything look at any of the context ignore anything else about this man if everyone wants you out of a company you're probably doing something that's not great especially when it's people that you've worked with for 30 years it's not just square it's like one of the people that helped design sonic with you and yeah. they, they're just yeah, I think, tired of your shit i think yuji nark is probably overdue the bob kane treatment 
where he created a beloved character, well, had a hand in creating a beloved character, but he didn't do quite as much as he gets credit for. And uh, now he's kind of, the truth is out about him. You know, that's how the Bob Kane thing is. And oh, I think Yuji okay. Naka's overdo that. Mm. So what a weird Naka stands online who just read that and didn't apply any critical thought to his thread and went, oh my God, poor Yuji Naka. And it's like, what? Yeah. Also, People... you don't need to go to bat for someone you've never met and uh, yeah, that doesn't too. know you. <laughs> but he's just like us. He likes Sonic and has Ferraris. <laughs> uh, just like me. <laughs> he just represents like a weird bygone era of Sonic and Sega that is like never coming back. But I think people just tie him to that and hold on to it as tightly as they can. It's like, yeah, you you can admit he's probably an asshole and made things you like. Like that's okay, yeah. but you don't gotta like go out there and be like his fucking attorney. I've been I've <laughs> yeah, been reading I mean, Lovecraft. Just... I'm not gonna go to bat for the guy's ethics. Yeah. And, hey, let's just fucking think about those poor Harry Potter fans. <laughs> oh yeah, Jesus. It's, it's one of those things where it goes back to like. I just there are so many people and it's again it's, I shouldn't say so many but there are of the people that are that are terminally online talking about video games there, you there go. are so many in that subset that just are either are either bitter because they want that nostalgia back or they're so longing for that nostalgia that they can't accept that that these games are still meant for children and that they are no longer children like this is the point in life where a lot of the early Sonic fans would hopefully be playing the game with their kids and seeing their kids see the magic that they saw in the early Sonic games and, like, live vicariously through that. And again, I don't want to bring it back to Ratchet because I'm fucking sick of talking about that series at this point, but, like, that's how Ratchet is. Like, those games have always, 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 always been made for 7- to 10-year-old boys until Rift Apart when they were made for 7- to 10-year-old boys and girls. Wow, what a fucking idea. And, like, I'm not 7 anymore. I realized a long time ago that, like, what I want out of this series is shit to turn my brain off to. I love dumb, fun gameplay, and if there's a nice, like, decent story to it that's not cynical now, like, like there's a whole thing about how Ratchet used to be cynical and people are upset that it's not anymore. And I'm like, look, everything's fucking cynical nowadays. Like, we don't need that in everything. Like, that game came out right at the tail end of, of, of the big, like, right as COVID vaccines were finally getting made available for everybody. Everything was shit for two years. I don't need a fucking children's game to have cynical consumerist humor anymore when everything else in our fucking world has that shit now. And, I mean, even beyond that, it's just, like, there's something to be said for the world of that franchise kind of growing as the, the character does. Ratchet is not the same character he was in Ratchet & Clank 1, and as he became less cynical and he started to grow as a person, I think the world around him kind of started to follow suit. He had that influence, I like to think, anyway. And yeah, it's kind of like, one of the things that I like about returning, like, I'm not sure how many of y'all are Dragon Ball fans. Um... Fond of it. I don't really follow it, but yeah. Enough. I, I haven't watched any of Super, but like I used to be a big fan. Okay, so there is... I like it. There's a lot of people who don't like what Super became, <laughs> but truth be told, a lot of what Super <laughs> is right now is exactly what it was before. There's the undertones of cynicism, because Dragon Ball Z always had that, like Frieza's literally a land shark. Like, there's always those undertones there, but it's equally that and also a series you can just sit down and go hey, they're punching each other hard yeah, <laughs> yeah. Also, like it's 
it's fucking stupid. You can just accept that things are fucking stupid and then laugh with them. You don't need to you don't need to feel made fun of because you've grown up and the games have grown up. Hopefully you've grown up. I don't know. And like I don't know, man. I fucking I hate I tried to grow up. Um yeah, I think there's definitely a tendency to over intellectualize these cartoon mascots and like kind of expect them to mature with the audience. And I think there's a case to be made to say that they shouldn't necessarily talk down to their new audiences. But like, yeah, it, it it's still, you know, at the end of the day, Sonic fans must have a reality check and understand that it is ultimately for kids. The counter argument can be that the kids deserve better. I understand. That. I think I think the but counter like, argument for kids deserve better is just they deserve better writing. They don't necessarily need the cynical mirror writing. Yeah, right. Like, exactly. Like, mm. as long as it does what it does well, I'm okay with things traversing into a new style. Like, a lot of people will make the point with Ratchet and Clank of like, oh, the, the new games, uh, they, they missed the point. It's like, no, they changed it. It's the very deliberate change. They've changed the point. Yeah, like, yeah. there's a thing with, with, with Ratchet where uh, this was one of the early PS2 designers uh, who, who then left uh, after the first PS3 game. or after, Actually, after Resistance, I think. But he worked a little bit on the PS3 game. Uh, that... If you look at everything that that series has been, that game started, that, that series started production with 40 people, mostly just out of college, 20-something dudes. By the time it came to the PS3, they had 200 employees. In, in three years, by the time they started working on a PS3 game, they had quadrupled in size. If you go back to 2001, before Ratchet 1 started production, they only had like 20 people on staff. So oh, for sure. Magnified eight times in size, making one and a half games every year minimum at that point and hey look it's not just all 20 something college dudes anymore because a lot of them either left or they are now you know like 28 they've 26, aged 27. they've gotten older and they've realized oh maybe maybe that's not the shit we should be telling kids it's fine if you want to do it because you know that in the era it made sense it was the the edgy post 90s early 2000s era where like like ratchet's level of consumerist cynicism is like almost unmatched in a lot of media it's so well done but as the games grow up they got to tell the story they wanted to tell it became a james bond situation where the ps3 studio was very different from the ps2 studio and so they changed what they wanted to tell story-wise because they had to grow up because making another ps2 game guess what would have bombed no one wanted that anymore they needed bigger deeper stories because that's what was happening in that era and you keep moving on and the ps4 studio is being made or the ps4 game rather was made by people that loved the first game, that were fans of the first game, and did whatever the hell they could to make that game a, a loving Sonic Generations of sorts to the Ratchet and Clank franchise, even if it wasn't going to be a one-to-one -one because they had fucking nine months, sorry, seven months to make it, three months of pre-production. Very impressive, by the way. Yeah, and they didn't crunch. Very, very impressive, by like, the way. Uh, fucking wild. And then you get to Rift Apart, and now it's like, hey, look, we're a studio of 400 people. We shipped the single highest selling PlayStation game in history. And we can do whatever the fuck we want now. It's almost like if you have proper staffing and you give people adequate time to develop and they've got the mindset that they clearly know what they want to make, you can make something that's good. <clears throat> Sonic, please, yeah. please learn. Yeah. Also, um, I just read here that the bus from Alaska to Sunset City Station was running late, but Nick has made it. Hey, welcome to the train. They've been extremely sick, apparently, guys. I'm very sorry I was knocked out, but I'm here. You're perfectly fine. Life happens. It's we are okay. No, <laughs> it's, it's, it's been contracts that you're, it's been you're better on a, without a nice you, point. to be honest, man. Like, oh uh, this God. is 
From what I'm hearing, yeah. It's I mean Golden no. Boy is I was just listening to this. This is awesome. <laughs> oh man. Stop making me feel guilty, man. I don't I don't accept it's this. Nice, nice to meet you guys. Nice to meet you. Hi. Hey. Yeah, no, um, I'm sorry if I'm jumping every anyone's been talking about it beforehand, but yeah, I, I completely agree with I think of what you guys have been talking about here. Um something that I've uh, noticed and Sega seems to have a massive problem with this is um and yeah, Golden Bolt, I mean, obviously that, that video you made about the, the bad years of Sonic were amazing. But yeah, as soon as they realized they could get away with putting minimal effort into these games and still have it do well, that's exactly what they did. And it took them a very long time to kind of turn that around, if at all. Um, yeah, and that's that's kind of the problem with any giant business, right? Like they want to put as little effort in, make as much profit as possible. And I think it goes to show in some of those video games. Um, cause, uh, yeah, I know we have a lot of fans of those particular games, but I, I do think, uh, I do think that shows in the, in the production and then results there. I mean, it's with any company at all, one of the biggest overheads you have will always be the personnel. And mm -hmm. if the first time a company can cut the personnel and get the exact same results, they will. And if you've been in management and, and been involved in scheduling, you know this for a fact. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that is a, that's not a good thing. That's not me going, aha, this is normal. This should be accepted. Like, no, it's not a good thing. It's mm -hmm. in no way, shape or form. Is it a good thing? But the cynical side of me goes, I've worked enough jobs to know it's also just reality. And, yeah. and, and man, it's also just like looking at a, like we were just talking about like franchises or, or studios kind of like growing up uh, as time goes on. I, I really feel like the, the gaming industry needs to grow up too. Uh, you know, behind the scenes, it has become such a lucrative and successful market. It's one of the top leading markets, I believe. And the fact that, you know, staff and talent and, and everything is, is so poorly taken care for, you know, in, during that process, it's so ridiculous uh, it, that that there's just been so little progress on that front. It feels. No. Well, you okay, Nick? No, I'm I'm very 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 sick. Um. <laughs> oh man, that's unfortunate. I'm dude. sorry, buddy. You want to do that's like gaming together or something afterwards? Get your mind off everything. No, don't worry. Don't worry about me. Like this. This is why I was just. I ironically, I was like. Guys, we need to go to bed, and then I slept through most of this show. Oh, believe me. <laughs> we made a lot <laughs> made jokes of jokes at your expense. <laughs> oh, I believe it. No, we're very, very well deserving of it, too. I mean, yeah, why Why wouldn't we? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Some of us have a podcast in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> so we do, Nick. So oh, we so do. We, yeah. <laughs> My life's a sitcom. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> well, as long, as long as you're, you know, as, as long as you're alive, man, it's all good. Oh, what's really uh, annoying though is like I did like the I did that hotel shift right like I did night audit so I spent all of yesterday sleeping woke up played some games with you guys went back to bed and I still couldn't get up like I set alarms and everything I could not get up it was ridiculous you're probably super tucking out man like yeah no, if my, you're my body's not doing great no that's fine yeah if you're if your body's exhausted and needs sleep it's gonna force you yeah but hey, not not Stop. about me I want to keep hearing from these lovely gentlemen and um yeah, just keep Big on rolling. That is my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Big so dad I, I, I apologize. I apologize if there's any like repeat uh, conversation bits here. 
golden. Um, yeah, no worries. Because I've, uh, you know, wasn't here. But what is your your brief time among the Sonic fans been for you? Because I know this is not really your your <laughs> usual hangout spot. I mean, I've been adjacent to them by by um, proxy of Chris for a long time. Sure. So you know, I've seen the 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 weird ones online and i've seen how fucking cool most of the sonic fan base actually is you know just throwing that out there like as much as i'm dunking on the fucking nerds don't worry yeah, <laughs> cool. um yeah so so the sa1 video uh got you know obviously pretty good reception because it was just me as a non-fan saying hey what if i tried to like see what everyone sees in this game you know yeah. uh and i did and it worked and then i tried the same with sa2 and i was like hey sorry guys i don't see it and uh people hate me and you know that's, that's how the internet that's how the internet be yeah. i don't i you know we're used to it at this point I, I genuinely don't care it's funny as hell to me um but then with the the sonic team video that one hit like a different nerve uh with a lot of people in that like for example like with you guys like it it, it taught sonic fans a lot of like chris i think we learned a, like, like i learned a lot of shit i know you said there were a couple things you didn't know from that yeah for me it was like a lot of stuff i'd either forgotten that used to feel like common knowledge in the fan base or stuff i just didn't know about so it was great to go through that stuff yeah which i think is a great at not necessarily point i guess but also kind of a subsequent point of that video is that a lot of the stuff in those interviews are like buried and on dead links and stuff in our archive very well so putting that out in front of everyone again to be like hey we all kind of accept that shit was bad but we kind of forgot why I think was yeah. actually really important. Yeah, especially I there was a whole thing and there was, there was like one really angry commenter that was like, how dare you use Sonic Retro or Sega Retro as a source? <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's like, Chris Chris is a moderator there. And I'm like, I, like, I didn't even use Chris for like knowledge on a lot of that shit. Like I didn't, he didn't tell me to go to Retro. I was just like, that's the one place that fucking archived all this shit. And then I went back and went to archive.org and found almost every link myself. And like, that was what we used. Like I sourced it all. You know, it's actual uh, investigative work. I wouldn't call it journalism, but it's investigative work, you know? Uh, yeah, I can I can say from personal experience, most of the times when people have a problem with a source, they are very bad at analyzing why that source is yeah. actually good or bad. They couldn't tell you. They just know that somebody told them it's bad. Therefore, it must be bad. They... It's yeah, very hard, and, and it's you can't really go to the YouTube comment section and go, "Give me the logic behind this," because it's yeah, not the place. No for one's that. ever had a good time on Twitter or in the YouTube comment section, so I just, it's fun. Yeah, I enjoy like, it for what it is. But this yeah, person no. specifically, like you guys probably know, Sonic Retro's like trial validation thing where you make a post and like, okay, you're not like a complete weirdo asshole. Okay, you can be a member. I don't think they made it past that. And I think that was their sole reason for like, I can't believe you. Sonic Retro is a source who hosts the interview. Someone else did. Grr. Like, what? Being censored. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the ultimate point of that video was you guys saying like, look, there is like a lot of problems behind the scenes and it shows in the final product. And that was, yeah, back in the day, that's what people knew. Because I wasn't, I mean, I don't know if it really was like a proper like cohesive Sonic community back then. If it was, I wasn't aware of it, but I was just looking at just more broader gaming as a whole and yeah it was super common knowledge like there are problems over at sega clearly look what happened to the dreamcast like there there's something going on here and sega is not taking care of this franchise or its people and it was so nice to have this nice cohesive video just kind of reminding everybody like yeah it's so 
because a lot of the Sonic fan base, like I, I feel like it's like, yeah, there's there's stuff to take away from these games, but you need to keep the reality in check here. Like the people behind this stuff matter and they were going through hell. Yeah. To produce this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, if nothing else, like I do get kind of I just kind of roll my eyes a little bit when I see people saying like Sonic Colors like ruined the franchise. But it well, not for you. <laughs> it. I'm sure I'm sure it did for you. Fine. But I'd like yeah. to imagine like the dev team had a you know better time with what was going on there. Yeah, I'm not happy, super happy with the end results there. It's been a very middling experience for the most part in the years, pro- you know, that followed from there. But and I bring it back to what you guys were talking about earlier, like in terms of like, I like that that term, like it didn't get ruined it got changed or something like that like there's intentional change in the tone um i mean after contact and graph like if i look at those uh those minis like those mini videos and stuff like that from sonic team racing or mania or anything i think you can still tell like like wholesome-ish humor without it being cringy you know yeah for sure like i mean yeah i i think obviously people are going to have opinions and that's absolutely fair and I think, you know, it should be encouraged for people to state their case for why their Sonic yeah. is their favorite. And no, this is not the Sonic internet. Is their least favorite. But at the same time, <laughs> I do think, I do think it is important to acknowledge the bigger picture going on. And I think that's something that not a lot of people necessarily do. Yeah. 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 I, I can't begrudge anyone who like consumes a media product and goes, eh, I liked it. Eh, I didn't like it. And then that's all the thought they ever put into it. Right. Yeah. But, like, especially in this weird YouTube bubble, um, we all happen to partake in where there's been years of like angry nerd dudes being like, what were these people thinking? This game sucks. I can't believe this level blew my dad or whatever the fuck. <laughs> oh, it's important to like, at least, like, okay, at least Big I... got some. Yeah. At least Big got some. It's important to like, go, like okay, well, <laughs> Can I try to go and find out what happened when this game was being made, right? (laughs) Like, can I go through and find people talking about the experiences they had? Like, all this stuff, it's out there in a lot of cases, at least back then, right? Like, a lot of recent Sonic stuff is a lot more lock and keyed, probably because all of this stuff is out there and looks terrible. (laughs) But Between that and the comics with Penders, like, yeah, I think, like, they have to... Yeah, yeah, there's a a lot of reason to not be as open these days, but you know, I just think like, especially for people in our positions, right? Like it's really important to kind of set that example and be like, okay, yeah, like it does suck, but here's some like information as to why it sucks. Right. And like, you can at least look at it and appreciate it more, even if you don't still enjoy it. Like I don't enjoy Sonic heroes, but I appreciate it more now. Right. That's kind of like any, any media from the past. We, we always have that lens of like, this was of its time, but it's a lot harder to think about that in terms of what goes on in a production team. Because like when it's when it's something that feels like, say, culturally insensitive from a movie made in the 80s or the 90s, it's very easy to say, well, it's of its time because a lot of times you live through that. But not all of us have lived through a development production crunch. So it's harder for us to put on those goggles and go, it's because of this. Mm hmm. I think also like people struggle to make the distinction between an excuse and a reason. Mm-hmm, and it's yes. like, it is important to understand the reason behind things. I know a lot of people are going to say, yeah, but we can only judge the game based on what it is, not what it should have been or would have been under better circumstances. I but I think the big <laughs> message to put out there, the message to put out there is stop fucking crunching your workers and manage your shit better. It's like, we are judging it on the merits of what it is, not what it should as. We've played that, and now we've come to this decision. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
like the buck like, stops with the game publisher giving you a product and expecting money yeah. for it like that's where all of this starts and ends realistically yeah. right but like if we have taken that step and engaged with it then all this stuff opens up for sure yeah absolutely and like when you dig further like what i do is like nowadays at least with like videos and in general at this point because i can't fucking escape it uh <laughs> one of the things that i do is like i like to judge a product on its own merits but also based on the goals set by the production team mm-hmm. during absolutely production. absolutely and so people get upset with me when i say hey look these ps3 ratchet and clank games for example because again this is most of what i've done the last fucking 18 months uh right. <laughs> like these ps3 ratchet and clank games did not do what they set out to do they failed at their chief goal. Still pretty fucking good. Still love them. But like I can acknowledge, I can separate. Like I like these games. They are good games. But their goal was to tell a sweeping multi-game story arc, and they fucked it up from the start because uh, they promised multiplayer, and then Sony said, yo, where's the multiplayer? And they were like, oh, uh, we can make DLC game if you want. We won't be able to make our other game on time, but that's that's cool. We'll do that. Uh, fuck. And then they made I think that is... That is something also a lot of gaming journalists need to understand is also being able to review things based on did this succeed at what it set out to do? Because too much of game journalism is just like, I didn't like it or I liked it. Like you still need to analyze, does this game succeed for who it's supposed to succeed for? And does it succeed for what it sets out to do? Like you say. Yeah. Yeah. Game review. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I I was going to say it's hard for 30 year old game reviewers at insert uh, company here to properly judge a kid's game you know at a certain point yeah especially if like they they get the game uh they sit down with it for like a couple of days and they got to get that review out stat like they're not going to put that much thought or time into it they can't if it's a game that thrives on replaying repeatedly then that creates another whole issue (laughs) and what's a game after that big initial day one patch you know like it's just a completely different beast now than what it used to be and the yeah. landscape is, is crazy. Yeah, when they yeah. sent me up, uh, Sony sent me Horizon Forbidden West, and some of the shit just didn't work. Like, like I couldn't get, I, I could not get the platinum trophy until after the game, the day one patch went out, uh, because the fight pits didn't load. Mm-hmm. Like, you would load in and nothing would happen. They just did, it just didn't work. And that's fine. You know, it is what it is. Um, I would have liked them to have sent me the game more than two days before it came out, but I'm working on it. <laughs> uh, that's another issue, though. Well, let me ask you a selfish question that's just you to remind me. How do you get review codes from companies? Because, like, Sega's just not acknowledging me, and I'm getting kind of tired of it. Of course, I would have ripped apart Sonic Colors Ultimate, but still, um, acknowledge so me. With, For Sega? With, yeah, yeah. You would have any of them. For Sega, at least, um, if you've reached out to their PR people and you've just gotten, like, um, nothing, sign up to a site called Woovit, W-O-O-V-I-T. They do a lot of their game codes through there. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Square so you does just... it through Rainmaker if you want Square stuff. Yeah. Um, I think Rainmaker's theirs. There are like 40 different sites and they're all kind of shit, but they all yeah. exist. <laughs> so, hey, um, with, with, with Sony, I had to... Uh, I, I finally found someone to reach out to. I reached out to somebody at uh, Insert Game Studio, I won't mention here, that I knew yeah. via PR stuff years ago. And I was like, hey, how the fuck? And they were like, here's the, li- here's the email. And then I, they put me on the list. Uh, nice. And now I'm on the list, which is cool. Um, but I'm on the influencer list, so I'm not on the reviewer list yet. So I get games two days before release, after the reviews have gone out. And we got to... Oh. oh, wow. We got to get uh, Namco figured out so we can get those Klonoa codes. Yeah, no kidding. Holy cow, dude. <laughs> I don't know who Namco uses. Shit. 
they need as much help as possible. I don't care. Like, I'm just going to talk tweet out to them. It's like, just I, tweet them. Just, hey, come on. Guys. That might just be like, find their PR person on Twitter. Honestly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This way. Yeah. I did, uh, I did want to thank you all. Um, I, I know. Uh, uh, sorry, Kevin. I, I know, Kevin, uh, you said you, you're going to have to go ahead and get going. Um, I think it's about that time, isn't it? I, I, I have a couple more minutes, but I do have an appointment at uh, two that I have to. Oh, over. get out. Go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh I, I and uh chris you're more than welcome to stick around uh we do do super chats at the end of the uh at the end of the review i just wanted to make sure that we uh we sent uh send everybody out properly and i, I didn't want to hold you up while while i know you had got an appointment to get to no no um, no worries i as far as i know i mean they might be late anyway so it might not be a problem that's yeah great. if super chats are like right after kevin leaves i can probably hang through those okay well, Fair enough. Um, sweet did we did we have anything else Honestly? I'm sure I had plenty, but I don't know what I what I missed. Either way, though, it's very nice to to hang out with the both of you, even for 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, thanks for thanks for having us. That was a good talk yeah. today. Yeah, no, it was it was a pleasure having having both of y'all on on board today. I'm sorry, uh, I'm sorry, Chris, if if we didn't really give you enough room to to kind of take the stage. No, no, it's okay. <laughs> Kevin's a lot better at talking to me anyway. I'm just here for emotional support, you know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like you both are. I mean, I would, I would listen to a podcast just of the two of you, honestly. Like, you guys are great. Hey, Kevin, business idea? Let's go talk to <laughs> these hey, guys. Open JCard 9 LLC. We'll get this started. Can't have a brand attached to him. Oh, oh but, man. Jesus. Yeah. Nah, no, but I, I concur I, with the other boys. It's been a pleasure. It really Thank has. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's always great because, like, like I said, I, I'm still, like, a general outsider to Sonic, and, and that's where, like, I think Chris is one of the foremost experts uh, for what that's worth, as far as the series goes, like he's my go-to for that sort of shit because he's just an encyclopedia. Uh, yeah, even I mean, if I not... don't know it, I know someone who does. Yeah, know yeah it, if it's not so... you, it's it's one of your friends. So, yeah, it's one of those where like that knowledge is so valuable that that it fills in all of the blind spots that I definitely have. Welcome to the I, inside. I hate this thing. Why is it like this? Well, it's like this because of this one production quirk that happened at one time on November twenty seventh. That's pretty much how it is <laughs> when we talk about it, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, thank, thanks for hanging out. I yeah. appreciate it. Of course. Mm -hmm. It's my pleasure. Anytime. Next. All right. All right, so what are we doing now? What, what's, what's happening? Are we doing new Super Jets? What's now? going on? We're doing our best. Or do we just... Just wait for them to leave the room and then talk shit. Like, what do we oh, do? God. Yeah, just... <laughs> God, I fucking hated those guys, right? Fucking hell! Oh, Didn't man. apologize about a game once, man. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> so, on behalf of Sonic Six, adventure games. <laughs> God, you're gonna I fucking hate Sonic. I just, I, just, I don't know, man. Golden Bolt's video on SA2 was so refreshing. I was like, yes, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad I'm not alone. Like I, 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 no. I don't fucking hate the game. I'm just like, man, that could be better. Yeah, like, I don't hate it either. But yeah, well, like it's, yeah, it's, that's all anybody will ever hear, though. Is the they'll take the the ultimate extreme of whatever your opinion was on it. Like, yep. It's, <laughs> I, like, I knew it was coming, and I knew it was going to happen. But it was just it was fascinating seeing the response to that one because that's like that's like my most disliked video. I think probably 
or at least by, by volume, like as a percentage. It's such a milk toast opinion, though. Yeah, it's literally as... just like, this game's kind of mid, here's why. And everyone's like, you fucking shot my mom. And I'm, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> you shot Maria Robotnik. Yeah, I killed my grandma, okay? <laughs> no, I'm like, uh, listen, I'm, I'm Sonic Adventure 2 fan number one here. And um, fellow Sonic Adventure 2 fans, do better, okay? Like, you can't dispute the facts obviously and you know understand them but you can still have a differing opinion in the end you know so yeah don't be a dick yeah. like it's not it's not hard to say yeah the best scene in that game is when knuckles comes out of the sewer that's just a fact but like, <laughs> <laughs> like that aside like everything else it's fine you know it's, it is what it is if you like it you like it if you don't hey it's fair uh, yeah you can't deny the sum of its parts but like yeah it's up to you to decide whether or not it's more or less yeah oh and that, that was actually here's the thing that people got really upset about with that one which was that uh, when I started breaking it down and I, and I realized partway through like, like doing the research that, oh yeah, this is the first Sonic game that a couple million people played. Yep. And that's, that's part of the reason so many people hold that game so near and dear is that it was their first. It doesn't mean that everybody that liked that game had to have been a child when they played it, but like, you know, that, that five year, that, that, that five year age gap between people that grew up with a Dreamcast and SA1 uh, and people that bought it on, you know, GameCube in 2000, like, let's say three couple, you know, a few years later, th those two console generations have a mile between them in age. Yeah. And, and like that determines everything. Yeah. And the was, thing is like, no, sorry, Nick, go on. It's just still, it just still sends chills down my spine when I hear people say they associate Sonic with a Nintendo because of that game. Just makes me, makes me sick. Going I back think, to bed. Yeah. The thing is, like, uh, there, there will be people denying things, like, uh, denying that your favorite Sonic is necessarily going to be the one you grow up with. And I get that, but you got to understand that for a lot of people, yeah, the, the first one they play or their introduction to it is going to be this magical experience and nothing else is necessarily going to top, yeah. which is, I think, why a lot of people's favorite Sonic game is also Sonic Heroes, because in the same vein, it was the first dedicated Sonic game to the new wave of Sonic being in all these different consoles and such. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, it, and mean, it's like you know more on ps2 in the uk than it did on gamecube worldwide as far as right and like, like mm -hmm. you know i'm special i'm unique like my first sonic game was sonic 1 and then after that sonic 2 i grew up with the genesis games and i prefer the modern ones i prefer the 3d ones but like I, i'm not gonna deny that it's a very common thing for people to have much more sentiment towards what was their first one you know like yeah mm -hmm. well, and, and, that, and that's double like again part of what i tried to do in that video was say hey it's worth noting that this is still Sonic Adventure 2. 2. Like, mm. 2. Like, even though, like, it had to simultaneously be, and they didn't know this during production, it had to simultaneously be a completely different game that could introduce people to Sonic, and also was meant to be a sequel to Sonic Adventure. And it is, like, thematically, if you count all the story that they forgot to write. Uh, <laughs> but, like, you son of a gun. Jesus Christ. Wrong. Like... <laughs> what, what was it, Chris? It was the Japanese fucking game guide for SA2 that explains some of the shit from Sonic 3 that ties yes. into SA1. The perfect strategy guide for Sonic Adventure 2 in Japan has um, like a log entry in the character of Rouge the Bat about the Shadow Project and fills in some of the backstory there. And I'm like, why? What? <laughs> and that came out like a year after SA2, I think, right? I, I don't remember that much, but I, I think it came out after because I think I looked into it and I was like, what the fuck? It's not even like it didn't even come out at the same time. 
I feel like I need that book now. <laughs> I think we still have a translation online somewhere. Like if you just search um, "essay two: The Truth About Fifty Years Ago," it it should yeah. come up. It's just a few paragraphs. But God, you guys are a gift. You're a gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, I, think I mean we that's. I, I always get so confused, like when I when I did those character analysis videos, and then they say, "Um, actually, this one particular thing is like, this is never in the games. What are you talking about?" And then, yeah, if you look it's in the stuff like that. Comic, right? That's one it's of the. Just... That's one of the reasons why I do think I would like to see a Sonic Adventure two remake. It's not just that I want those gameplay styles reimagined in modern stuff, and it's certainly not that I want modern Sonic team covering any of that. It's mostly just I I want to see that story reimagined in a way that is not done in full crunch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To be fair, I don't think that was I, I don't think SA2 was done in crunch because that's according to Azuka, like one of the most fun times he ever had producing a game, if not the. So I think it's also yeah, just the fact that they had a lot of the groundwork done maybe. Yeah, like 100%. It was it was like a little bit of that and then um also it helped that he did not write that game. Uh, <laughs> I probably did a little bit towards it. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, it would have been cool, right? Like to see those games remade as a package and like some more connective tissue between the first and second game that fans have tied that stuff together relatively well, I think. But yeah, it's like real, right? Well, well there no, you go. I mean, like that's, we've... that's the thing, right? Like that's why Ian Flynn works so well as a uh, as a uh, writer for this series because yeah, like. Again, he's really good at with the my own video. It's not even the I mean, well, I mean, the connected tissue wasn't like sometimes it's not even there, right? Like sometimes you're just creating a brand new narrative that does tie it all together. And there are enough elements in all these games in 30 years of just being all over the place that, yeah, like if you're creative and smart enough, you can tie it all together. And I think um, there, there would be a lot of fans that would love like some of those uh, fan theories that Gerald Robotnik was on Angel Island or something like that. Like making yeah. that canon, that would be a big deal for a lot of us. That's, uh, I think, what they should follow Sonic Origins up with is like a Sonic Evolution or something. Little Spider-Man reference there for the collectors, but like, yeah, like <laughs> do that with like Sonic Adventure One and Two on it. It's actually quite funny. You made a cool point earlier where you kind of said, um, like Sonic Adventure Two could have had a different name, like Sonic Action. And I've always thought the perfect title for Sonic Adventure Two, if they were to do that, would be Sonic Extreme. Because it just feels extreme compared to other Sonic games. It's the big explosive one with the fucking snowboarding down San Francisco and all that. It's just very extreme. You know, I don't I don't disagree with that. <laughs> and jumps in a rocket ship, it introduced rail grinding and all this like cool wicked nineties whatever stuff. Yeah. Sonic extreme. I mean like extreme is still like more nineties, but yeah, you can still get away with it. I think it, it has to be Sonic Extreme two thousand one, like literally the <laughs> Sonic Extreme, title. Sonic Extreme two thousand, Extreme spelled with an X. You Brought Sonic to you by Mountain Dew. Sonic Extreme two thousand one battle. Sonic <laughs> Evangelion. Let's go. And then we'll oh. rename Sonic Adventure three to Sonic Monster Energy Adventure. I still think it'd be so so bold of them to remake Sonic 06 and name it Sonic Adventure three. That is my perfect timeline. It would also be completely <laughs> accurate. Yeah. Bring in the chow garden, you're fine. That's the only thing it's missing. Yep. Oh, man. And that's face. I, I will end with that because that's my favorite part of that of the of the Sonic team video is fucking Izuka saying, Yeah, there's no chow in Sonic Heroes because we didn't want people to get confused with the chow garden. Or no, oh, sorry, there, was, there, were no, there were no flickies in, in, in Sonic Heroes because we didn't want people to think there was a chow garden. Meanwhile, flickies were in every fucking Sonic game. 
Double, yeah. meanwhile, there are multiple Chow in Sonic Heroes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and they are <laughs> integral to the plot. <laughs> I love it with, uh, with Johnny, where it's, uh, yeah, and, I, and then he said, there is no Sonic Adventure 3. Wait, what? Yeah, it fucking, like, that, that I had plotted out in my mind as soon as I started doing research. I was like, I know exactly which line I'm going to make Ant do, and I know exactly which line I'm going to make John do. And <laughs> it was those two, back to back, I knew I needed that. Where I loved uh, it. Like Izuka says, uh, yeah, the Sonic Adventure series has not ended yet, so maybe Chow Garden could come back in the future. Izuka, like a month prior, goes, the Sonic Adventure series is over. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> I'm sorry, Maka said that. Not <laughs> that was so good, dude. It, uh, fucking also, what the hell they kind no of series ends at two? What the hell series ends at two? A Come on, Valve like, what is series? Yeah, I, I was Sonic about to say Sonic, Sonic Valve Adventure. <laughs> We're scared yeah. of the number three, guys. No god. Then just I make remember. Sonic Adventure four. I won't be mad. I remember All first right. getting Google in the mid two thousands and being able to just search whatever I wanted, right? And like that Isuka interview about the Avengers series not completing yet, that made me cope so hard. I was like, Yeah, they're gonna make a third. There's gonna be another. They have always <sighs> have a back pocket, right? Like they'll hopefully they won't Sonic for us with it, but Oh god. Oh god, god. yeah, no, if they <laughs> they're gonna they're they will Sonic for us with it, but then they'll give us Sonic Adventure Mania and it will all be better. Okay, that's still not ideal. I'd, I'd I'd still take a Sonic Adventure three over a Sonic Adventure Mania just for the sake of original levels. But yeah, you know, I'll, I'll take this. I'll accept this. We already have Sonic Adventure Mania. Good it's good generations. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Fuck you, Wayne. <laughs> all right, all right. So I think I think Golden Bolt has has vacated. I, don't I, know. I am still here, but I think I have to go. I think I, okay. I, I think, Get out. I my other my other uh meeting is ready go, so, go do uh, things uh, for your health thank farewell um, and take care of yourself thank you so yeah thanks everyone who uh who who uh, hung out in chat and everything uh for being nice and cool i think mostly i don't know probably uh <laughs> thanks to you guys for for inviting us on um this was a lot of fun yeah absolutely yeah man yeah cool all right uh have fun with super chats uh i will see you all later bye bye later guys bye see ya Fuck that guy. Oh my god. Who was he? <laughs> Golden boat. <laughs> oh uh, man. Ratchet this, ratchet that. Oh my god. Anyway. <laughs> when is right, he going to start talking about Digimon? <laughs> See, now we're talking. Okay, Digimon. All right. Yeah, let's let's get let's get cracking on Digimon World. All right. So, so I think my favorite Digimon is Pikachu. <laughs> oh my god. I am going. That is also my favorite Beyblade. I'm definitely not wearing the Digimon fitness watch as we talk. <laughs> I, I've got one of those little vital bracelets. I, I was yeah. telling uh, I was telling Kevin beforehand because uh, I was looking through your stuff and I was like, oh, I didn't realize Chris was also into Digimon. And uh, he was like, yeah, yeah, I think he got like one of those Digivices recently. I was like, dude, I've got three on my desk right now. Like last night, I just finished working on an Omnimon model. Like. Okay, so you and I are going to get along great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my God. Well, I mean, Chris, uh, did you have any other like uh, any other things you wanted to, to touch on? Um, I feel like we managed to actually hit just about all of it. Um, there was some interesting stuff we like brushed against with like how um these big essay videos kind of take off and how it kind of shapes the weird discourse of like these weird insular bubbles we're in. Mm -hmm. But I, I, I think we brushed up against that enough. Um, and also I think Kevin would be really good to have around to talk for that, but it's an interesting thing, right? Like it's weird how something will come out 
like that ratchet video we did not name but i think we all know and even in that video that guy's like yeah i you know I, this game is fine it's fun but like you know here's all the problems i have with it and then people watch that and their takeaway is like oh okay this is the worst video game ever made it's like what <laughs> which i do not think was his intention yeah i'm i'm very certain that wasn't his intention and like i watched a follow-up video from him being like hey you know it's just not for me anymore like i don't really want to cause anything like that when it's just like patently not made for me and i was like i respect that a lot that's oh, very mature back. i heard my name in the in the call so hey! I like, yeah i think i could pop back in i'm in a waiting room so <laughs> <laughs> i summoned him hi wait, welcome wait, hi. This guy? i'm here yeah i was still watching while i was waiting to see if uh if they, if they're gonna cancel on me because they might and so i'm gonna hang out until they show up in the zoom call <laughs> so i actually wanted to ask you guys since you're both here now um and i don't know again apologies for missing so much for the show i don't know if you guys had kind of brushed on it or not but like comparing ration and clank to sonic the hedgehog in terms of uh like how many games have come out like how much effort's been put into these games like you know the development of these games versus one another especially considering that i would say um sonic has consistently been more popular than ratchet but ratchet has put out consistently more higher quality video games See, there's a fascinating part to that uh and this is not going to start any fan de war debates i promise is that i think i did the math and i think ratchet has generally been higher selling as a franchise since it started than sonic oh, uh, really I, I believe, um, especially when you count the PS4 game, because the PS4 game is somewhere in like the five, six million range by itself. Uh, oh, there you we don't go. have exact numbers, but it was Insomniac's most successful game ever. So it had to be above Spyro's five million up until Spider-Man, that is. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. And that's not counting digital sales that came after 2018 or whatever, because we only heard yeah. that in 2018 because their community guy goes on forums and argues. Uh <laughs> So he's a, he's interesting. Uh, anyway, yeah, um, it's one of those things that I've realized over time as I've seen like how um, embittered the 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 Ratchet small fraction of community has been. It's just a smaller Sonic community because no one talks about Ratchet and Clank. Like not, not if you look at Ratchet and Clank Discord, yeah. it's like me and like two other people. Like it's right. me, Jay's reviews. Uh, um, there's a guy I think his name's Jeb Tube. Um, <laughs> I think so. It's just uh, where you're taking part of the Sonic, uh, yeah, folks yeah. too, because they're very, very they're famous in the Sonic, of the Sonic community as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And um, it's like it's like like those dudes, and the, a lot of that probably is off the back of Sonic and people watching because they're watching for the channel rather than watching for the person, um, which is a, you know probably a good thing with with a lot of this stuff on YouTube because hey, um, yeah. but yeah, it, it's so fascinating because like. Sonic has such a such a louder community because it's been so ingrained over the years uh, that they 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 consume more. Also, the fact that there are a lot of kids that just watch stuff and consume it that way. Like, you know, you don't get Sonic videos to millions of views without kids. Right. Mm -hmm. That's just how it how it be. You know. Um, but yeah, I I've noticed that uh, I've noticed a lot of that sort of like that that tie where it's like Ratchet ran into the Sonic problem, where as it grows up, it it loses people slowly but surely as they splinter away and then they get mad that it's not for them anymore and all that sort of stuff but i said earlier that rift apart did a masterful job of being able to do what sonic has been trying to do for a long time which is tie every sub fan base into like one game that appeals pretty well to everybody it may not be for every single individual but you know, there are callbacks to the PS2 games, there are callbacks to the PS3 games, there's callbacks to the PS4 game, which is what more people have played than any other one. And mm -hmm. it's like it's a sequel to a fucking PS3 game that came out two days before the PS4. It's also a sequel to a crack in time. It's also a reboot. Oh. 
it's everything. It's and, and the fact that they pulled that off when in 2020 they had to rewrite the story from scratch. Uh, hey, pretty fucking good, you know. Um, sad to remember uh, we orbited that as Sonic fans with generations, right? Like that was pretty close to well, accomplishing I, those goals. Yeah, well, yeah I was, I I was going to say that in forces, like that was what they were trying yes. to do in forces. Yeah, I was about mm. to say, do you think that's what the mandate was there, and they just did it in a very ill-informed way? Because again, Sega execution is everything. Yeah, I just don't think they're very good developers, if I'm honest with you. But I, 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 and I know I'm negative quite a bit about it, the grumpy old Sonic fan in the room. But I, again, I do think that we're in for a better time. Like the the game that they are showing off to us. I mean, once again, it is promising us like a lot of things we've been hoping for. And again, the biggest thing for me is they got Ian Flynn on board, which tells me they are trying to, at least lore wise and character wise, they are trying to bring this, you know. Uh, all under one roof, which which I certainly appreciated, but yeah, man, like I don't know, like when it comes to Ratchet and Clank specifically, um, I do appreciate your videos because like I've not properly sat through every single one of them. So from the outside looking in, it looks like they've been a pretty consistent brand so far. Like I'm just looking at it in, like purely gameplay wise, but yeah, like the yeah. more nuanced conversation bits are what make it so interesting. Like that's, that's why I've kind of embraced just being a Sonic fan in general is because. Yeah, there are other people out there that do care about, you know, those little details that make all the difference to us. And um, yeah, I don't know. Your videos are great. That's what I'm trying to say. Well, thank you. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I, um, I make a lot of comparisons between Ratchet and Sonic because, hey, furry anthropomorphic guns. Sure. Uh, all that stuff. <laughs> but like, I also like I to me, I always now that I've played Yakuza. Fuck you, Chris. Now that now that I've played Yakuza. <laughs> Like that and Ratchet are like one A and one B in terms of these series don't fucking change at all. And then when they right. do, it's like, oh shit, like like Yakuza Seven and Rift Apart are like, hey, we actually did something new for the first time in 20 years. And it's like, <laughs> huh, might not be like quite there yet, but I'm fucking here for it, you know? Like first uh, Yakuza game was I bought was Dead Souls. <laughs> I was worried you were gonna say that. Oh so my sorry. god. <laughs> you would it's such a stupid concept. I had to do it, dude. It's that's it's honestly fair. perfect for the Yakuza series. It's just that yeah. it came out at the wrong time. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's Those souls. games are surprisingly great. I've only played a little bit of uh, Zero, and I was just like blown away at what I was playing. I need to play through those games. There, there's a shot in two. Uh, and so it was in Kiwami 2. I didn't play regular two. I have it because, of course, I fucking do now. But I. Uh, <laughs> I, I played Kiwami 2, and there's a shot where they do a crossfade uh, where it's like, essentially, they they crossfade the background behind Kiryu as they do a, a, a camera pan, like, rotating around him. Mm -hmm. That's in the original PS2 game from 2006. Like, they did, like, a, like a, a, a shot fade, and it's all pre-rendered, obviously, but, like, right. they did, like, an organic-looking transition from an indoor, from an interior to an exterior around this character model while rotating the camera. And when I saw that in the <laughs> PS2 game... I was like, holy shit, why does nobody talk about this fucking franchise? And now people do a lot more and people already had been around that point. But like play play Yakuza is what I'm is what I'm saying. Yeah. Very good scene from a very Yakuza good series. Is good Shenmue. Yeah, yeah, that's that is the the best descriptor of it. Of course, nowadays you just do stop to explain to most people what the hell Shenmue is. So Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Good times. Oh, should we get to the super chats? I think so. Get to the stupid chats. Yes, right. we should. Yeah. yeah I'm, so, I'm on borrowed time here, so I meant to leave at any point. So, yeah. That's that's yeah. fine, dude. That's fine. Uh, man. We understand. Normally, how we do this is we just kind of go to rotation order, um, and we just kind of read off uh, the super chats that are left in the uh, the back rooms here. 
I guess they're starting under Nick's tombstone. And uh, <laughs> so it'll usually go uh, Pup, Nick, Cirrus, myself, and then uh, the guest. I guess we got two, but if we're going by the icons on the table, I guess we'll do Chris and then we'll do Kevin. Um, if you guys are uh, are up to, to reading off some of these. And yeah, um and uh and then of course Kevin if you if you gotta like hop out at any point, uh, it's totally fine. Yeah. Even mid sentence. Just yeah. ease on out. <laughs> It'd be, be funny. Guys, I know about Sonic Adventure. Th- <laughs> oh no, he's harambeed. Oh god, don't remind oh me god. of my my heartbreak. Uh, you know what will get your mind off of it, pup, is uh, reading our first super chat. Oh sure will. Money takes my mind off of everything. Oh, okay, god. so First up, we've got Miles the Prower with $2 says, if Tom was here, Sonic wouldn't have bad years. That's the truth. Like, all it needs is way more humans in prominent roles, and then it will be fine. <laughs> a lot of bootlookers in the Sonic franchise. I'm just pointing out. I think he's talking about Tom topics. Oh. As a reference you know, to the amount of joke. times that Tom... Are we sure? If Tom, we sure? if Tom Topics was here, we wouldn't be losing in Fortnite. I think that's what Miles is referencing. That's the, that is the joke, but I did want to make a cop joke. So, <laughs> Look, all I'm Nick. saying is the opening scenes of SA1 are police brutality against chaos, and I think it's kind of funny. Jesus it's God. true. They never asked him what his deal was. He just <laughs> they kind of didn't. Just, they just started just shooting him. They go up they just kind of came down, and they were like... And they were like, cap that chaos. <laughs> did he Did he attack anybody before they just kind of opened fire? No, no. he just comes down. He just and he's like, there, just, just grooving also, on his own. Like, yeah, That's he's, he's, he's a being made of water. What's he going to do, splash you? Do you think Treasure. they shoot at rain when it happens? <laughs> yes. Those cops especially, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Hi, Nick, Get here. you are up. All right, Harry Baker with five pounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you. Question for... Me, Nick and Kevin, how do you how do you say that? <laughs> it's a funny story here. Um, what is your favorite Sonic body pillow? I have a really good one of Pele the dog. It's very <laughs> comfy. It's a little. What heated. did I miss? You, you got his name wrong. He's Pele the beloved dog. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's implied with my body pillow. My bad. Beloved dog. <laughs> I am the only one here with a body pillow. Fuck <laughs> He's my favorite character. Do you want to reveal the origin story behind your name and its pronunciation, or no? Hi, yes. So, as we may or may not know, Mykonos is a Greek island. Um, when I first signed up for Sonic Retro, and all the way back of March 2009, Jesus Christ, I signed up as my old internet username, which was RedChaosChow94, as you do. And one of the admins was like, hey, we kind of have like a thing. Um, we, we just don't want people to be called like Sonic characters, right? Because we have a fucking million of those. So I was like, okay. Uh... And I looked around. And I was like, I really like that Sonic Unleashed game. Um, Apatos? No, that's the Sonic name again. Damn it. Think. So I Googled Apatos. I was like, oh, this is a real place. Oh, it looks really pretty. Okay, I'll go by Mykonos. And I'm a fan of it. And I rode by on that. And no one's really put it together i think aside from like kevin so hey the biggest elephant in the room there though is just what a weird policy that is for a sonic website to have so there's that but my favorite part about this whole story was that if if you go to early chris videos uh everyone called it (laughs) mikonos fan and i realized (laughs) while watching fucking american dad at one point roger says and it immediately clicked in my mind i was like oh shit oh and so i messaged him and i'm like hey just a heads up 
It might be Mykonos. You say it wrong, asshole. Like, oh, that's, how, that's how I knew out of the gate how to pronounce it, because literally the Roger thing. I, I can't even pinpoint at what point he mentions it, but I just know he says it. He mentions it like while shirtless going on vacation in Mykonos. It might have been Ricky Spanish. Yeah, yeah, no, I, it was definitely that episode. My God, that's awesome. That's awesome that you know this. <laughs> Jesus, that was a deep cut, man. That was amazing. Yeah, no, it goes so fucking deep, and I love it so much. I think due to Kevin, that's on the Wikipedia <laughs> entry for Mykonos now as a yes, reference. I, yeah, Chris has been on Wikipedia a couple times, and they banned me from putting it on there again, um, <laughs> because I like I put on like yeah, the famous YouTuber Mykonos fan and takes his name from the island. They took that off, so then I made the American Dad reference, and then I made <laughs> Apatos as part of the reference. And then I was like, that's also why Mykonos fan. And, it, it like, <laughs> and then they were like, no, hold the fuck on. No, wait. Let's just retcon it. He just really loved that one moment in that American Dad episode. <laughs> it was a good episode. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to get it there. It's going to get there and it's going to stay there at some point. Uh, chat, you know what to do. <laughs> yeah. M mass bum rush Wikipedia. Don't but like think about it. Don't tell it him we sent you. <laughs> <laughs> just like all the just like all the no. other weird things that originate from this show. Don't tell anybody where you figured it out. <laughs> I'm waiting for one of our guests, like just saw that stupid uh Weezer rumor or like the Sonic NFT. Just like <laughs> midway through a conversation, go, you <laughs> <laughs> uh oh my god. Well the next it's gonna happen one of these days. Fucking Nick milk. <laughs> yep. Milk. <laughs> I can't I can't wait for a similar thing. There's a streamer who's been forced to be indoctrinated by Sonic content. He has no idea that I sent all the people there to make it happen. <laughs> my God. Okay, I think I have to go, boys. Have fun. Right. Uh, Kevin. Yeah, well. Kevin. I... The next all one right. we have is from Trey Nobles. Thank you, Trey. For my four, husband. For four ninety nine. Sometimes I still hear Trey Nobles' voice in the void. <laughs> Rip in peace. <laughs> That's a Nick, that is a reference to the fact that you weren't here and we were like, who sat here in the past? I was like, I think it's Trey. I think it was Trey, right? I'm ready. I'm ready for all kind of ripping I'll hear from because I am going to go back and listen to this for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> like, even if I wasn't involved, like, even if they, I knew I wasn't going to be here, like, yeah, I like when I jumped in the middle of the conversation, I was like, man, I'm already into this. This is awesome. Hey, this is, good good job. job, boys. Good job. This thing about missing your own podcast is finally being able to listen to it. <laughs> I guess what we we're trying to say is we we don't fucking need you. Yeah, that's fine. That's true. <laughs> Name no, apologist but... imposter syndrome, Mark. <laughs> nope, that's my shtick. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would be my shtick, but I think I feel... a little more qualified for it. I mean, I, I literally did just uh, record a, a thing about imposter syndrome, like the comic book. So. Oh, you right, literally, right. you are literally Surge. I can't. I can't wait for you to a jacket. I can't wait for you to beat the shit out of Metal Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> I like oh. how her criticisms of Metal Sonic are basically the same as mine as well. Yeah. No, it's, I don't know, man. Like, I can't wait for people to be like, yeah, but Metal Sonic, and I'll be like, yeah, it was fine. I don't know to tell you. That's the... Fun fight. Uh, people are very uh, hard. I haven't, I haven't read this. Right. Um, it's time for Wayne. Up. Huh? Yeah. Well, I, well, I, I tried to read it a couple of times. Nobody would let me. 
Well, now's your <laughs> yeah. chance. So anyway, stop blubbering about that up, and fucking read the, it. Shut the fuck up, Pop. <laughs> shut the fuck up, Pop. Anyway, fucking uh, we, Wayne, go ahead and talk. Just stop embarrassing me at the dinner table. Phoenix with five pounds. Um... Uh, off topic, but I would kill for a Sonic game in the aesthetic of Jet Set Radio. It would basically be uh, Sonic Adventure 3. We need more urban Sonic games for real. Yes, I've been going on for weeks about how badly I want like a, a cel-shaded style Sonic and how how well I think that would fit for this franchise. Yeah. Well, if, he wants, if, he wants to, if he wants to kill for it, we'll start no, with you, you Wayne. Listen, listen here, young man. I will turn this fucking train around. I was so disappointed with how Sonic Shuffle being as shitty as it is because I, I really do like uh, the cell shading in that game. It does um, look nice. It's yeah. another thing of Sega throwing the baby out with the bathwater. There's like, man, like early 3D, like early 3D gaming cell shading. It's just, it just hits different, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, the Family Guy video game on the PlayStation 2. Now that is a video game. <laughs> God. I guess Wind Waker's pretty good too. I love so. No More Heroes 1. I guess Wind Waker is a masterpiece. Whatever. I guess it's I guess. kind of one of the greatest games ever made. Yeah, that's, that's whatever. Family Guy too hot for TV. That's no, gonna that's be a... that's that's our key. <laughs> Liam Triforce will be on the next episode solely because we said that. There we go. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, Chris, uh, you got the next one. Uh yes, I'm ready. We have five. Oh God. Okay, I'm not ready. Pounds? <laughs> Euro? That's they look a... like L's. We I call them it, licks. Five licks. It, uh, it's yeah, a pound, guys. Come on. Yeah, five licks from Adzinko, who says, Bolton... Okay, well, here's part of why I'm confused. Bolton with $5. What? Says, being broke won't stop me from forcing you to read my tomfoolery. Are they quoting someone who uses dollars? So, Bolton's Extreme a Bolton. friend of ours, but it seems that Adzinko has written something on Bolton's behalf. Oh, okay. That would make sense. Got it. What a weird <laughs> thing to do. <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't reference to something you guys were talking about. We do we do have those every now and then. Hmm. Oh no, I know what it is. Boaten would have sent a super chat, but is broke, but that won't stop her from forcing us to read her tomfoolery. Fair enough. Because she's got Adzinko. Oh, I'm glad you two have each other. That's so cute. Anyways, um, so certified nobody sends two dollars. Says Sonic Adventure 2 is peak Sonic and easily surpasses Sonic Adventure 1, in my opinion. An opinion that I do agree with. Yeah. I, uh, I, that's a, that's a cool bad opinion there, buddy. <laughs> I, I think the question has to come down to surpasses in what way? If we're talking about in scope, not really, I don't no. think. No. It goes to space, dude. Yeah, but it also nixed Hub World, which is like, scope is not just about, hey, we have a, a couple extra locations, and it's also the breadth of things the game does with what it has mechanically. I, yeah, I, that's a nice argument, buddy. Did Ben Shapiro yeah, give it to one. you? What I'm going to say is I'll see that and I'll raise you this once again. Space. All right, cool. Sonic Advance has better scope than Sonic Adventure 1 because they go in space. No, so no shut up. Better scope than any of them. So we'll okay, the 3D space then. Ah, there's that goalpost. Oh, move. There Sonic it is. Forces. So Sonic Forces beats out. <laughs> yeah, no. but, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah. No. What is it? No. No. Just think about it. Okay. Right. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Ah, okay. Nick, you are up with my chummy chum, way past cool kid. 
with five dollars thank you say what you will about the dark years i found ways to have fun with every one of these games at the time of their releases what for whatever it's worth it is worth more than uh i think a lot of people let on but i think (sighs) here's like why i've been holding off on the adventure game analysis specifically because i do think it's important to talk about all sides of that i mean from my perspective i didn't like those games thought they were bad games especially compared to other video games out at the time but something i've also said in my own videos like way back with like Jurassic Park SNES, right? Where it's a top-down game. You can relate it to Zelda. You can, you can relate it to Doom. But as a kid, I didn't want to play Doom or Zelda. I wanted to play the dinosaur game. That's the thing I cared about. And yeah, it's not perfect, but it's got the dinosaurs. And I want to be a runaway from the T-Rexes and shoot the raptors in the face. Like, there's I mean, things that... you can love about it. Like, you're not a game reviewer. You don't need to deeply analyze every little thing about it. You can I just mean... love this thing. I don't mm-hmm. understand why Jurassic Park and stuff was so exciting to you as a kid, because when you were a kid, you could just run away from dinosaurs in real life anyway. <laughs> Cha-cha-cha. Well done. Well Get done. Because he's old. <laughs> Come on Dude, in, sir. I would love to see a proper dinosaur. Oh, my God. Well, you, just look in the mirror, already... buddy. I keep walking into funny. it. Why did I laugh? I, keep, I just keep walking into it. Nick, you've already looked at a proper dinosaur, and you've eaten one. Chicken. That's true. Actually, that is yeah. closest living relative to the Tyrannosaurus Rex is the it's chicken. It's so lame, isn't it? What a downgrade. But... <laughs> it is, but chickens are pleasant, both in taste and just as the animal. They're just fun. I like them. I do like them a lot, but it's still a downgrade. Cyrus, yep, you're up, man. Uh, you've got Sony. Sony, thank we- you very much for the six ninety nine. Nice car. Sonic only had his dark ages because he didn't have Zavok. <laughs> I don't know why Ready I didn't expect that at this point. I <laughs> don't know. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't expect Sony. Fucking just go I back to making Morbius. That the only one and only Zavok fan, because I'm I'm of the opinion there's one and only Zavok fan out there in the world, and he listens to our show every week. <laughs> Can I? That's quite a get. Can I please yeah. start healing my friends? No. I gotta admit, Sony, though, like, there's enough in my head where I could do a Why Zavik Matters video. Like, a genuine one. Do it. I might do it. Do it, Cal. You'll, you'll, you'll lose a friend in the process, but I, I'm not gonna stop you. You literally <laughs> have stuff you need to do anyway, and that that's perfect for that stuff. Yeah, get that sponsorship money and then give me some because I deserve to have money. Man, I wish I'd... I sometimes, I'm looking at all the messages I missed from you guys just <laughs> ripping me apart. I was thinking like, man, wouldn't it have been funny if I was dead? <laughs> man, they oh my god, like, that, that would have been... That would have been funny. It was like, oh wow. It would, oh man, we sure got us, huh? <laughs> oh, <that's it. laughs> You go live next week, but the tombstone graphic is accidentally still on. You're like, oh, that's in bad taste. Oh. <laughs> that guy's dead. Mm. Uh, I, I think those expect... are flowers on a grave. Uh... I fully expect when I die and you guys replace me that you just, I need a gravestone in the background at all times. Or at least just like slowly panning by in the background and you see we, we, we'll just have you with like little strings and little sunglasses over your dead eyes and we'll just pretend you didn't die <laughs> well that uh, should bring you more of an audience i'll tell you that much I wallace bring some eyes on us anyway we got aiden f with ten dollars uh it's ironic for me that the bad years are what made me like sonic in the first place 
Side note, do you think the Sonic Cycle could die with Frontiers as some people have predicted? Happy Friday. No, the Sonic Cycle will always be there because not everybody will be happy. It doesn't matter how good the game is. I don't even the know real. if the Sonic Cycle is relevant anymore because like the original one talks about like his friends and stuff like that. And like I don't know if that's actually been a part of the conversation for the last decade or so. Yeah. The real Sonic Cycle was the friends we made along the way. Yeah. Also, Nick, you might want to just twist your microphone jack just a little bit. Oh, is it is it getting a little weird it's, on me? It's again? doing the it's doing the fuzzy wuzzies. All right. Well, hopefully it does something. Sorry, guys. I don't really That's have okay. a, a microphone jack. It's a uh, sometimes it's on a, it's on a soundboard. Yeah. Sometimes you just can't jack it. You know. You know how it is. Mm-hmm. <sighs> anyway, Nick and us. Hi. I, I am gonna call you that. You're up. okay. We have $5 from Black Yakuzu 94 who says Sonic will never truly reach its full potential as long as Sega is breathing down the devs' necks with deadlines and trying very hard to jump on trends. Maybe don't worry about moving the jack around. <laughs> what? That's better. Yeah, that worked. You, you fixed it. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. All right. So I, I do agree with what Black Yakuzu 94 had to say. Mm-hmm. Very much, much a, a Sony Spider-Man situation. So next up is our pal Jamal with uh, two dollars. Says Happy Bee Theory Day, Milk Bros Forever, guys. Winky face, thumbs up. <laughs> and then Jamal follows up with another two dollars. Sirs, can you get Pup and Wayne to say Ara Ara? Are you fucking kidding? Why specifically us two? <laughs> <laughs> and why, why not make Nick? Sirs do it? Well, you know why with Sirius. Oh my oh, god, Nick. your microphone. You literally are becoming Electro. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you guys. I'm sorry. I think you need a new wire. He's going to become the yeah. Joker. Well, Sirius, come on then. Give it a go. That, I'm not the one who was asked. You you were asked. It says, Sirius, you can asked... you get Pup and Wayne to say Ara yeah, Ara? Yeah, Pup and Wayne, can you both say Ara Ara? There you go. No, there you go. He can't. <laughs> <laughs> next, next super chat. <laughs> I mean, uh, what is what is the the canon what is the canon threshold for for Ara Ara? There is that's that's not one that there's actually a price on. Oh, that's just channel points. Well, so do we have to say it or like? Well, yeah, did, yeah pop, we have to I say mean, it. I mean, I I don't know. Did he not get his money's worth by Cirrus trying to get us to say <laughs> come it? Come on, come on! Don't be Cirrus about it. Just say it. I feel like it's the attempt that matters, right? Okay, Wayne, you do it first, man. Come on. I already did it last night on the Fortnite stream, but I already... I did it last night on the Fortnite stream too. Come on, like. Did you? Oh, no, oh, no. Oh, I can't top that, so I guess I just won't. Why don't you guys split the auras, right? Pup, you do one, Wayne does another. I've already done mine. Fuck Pup. Ara, ara. Okay, there, you got it. You got the ara ara out of me. Right, let's... Congratulations, Ooh. now chat's I'm blaming you, Sirius. I'm blaming you for this. Like, Wait, is that better? Is it bad behavior? Because you learned it from you. What if I just say udder, udder? Would that help? Udder, udder. <laughs> is that better? Ooh, that works. By watching you. We, we got enough milk in this chat already. Okay. Pop. Yeah, go get me a cow and <laughs> suck on his udders. What? Let's, let's not scare. All right. Scared. Anyway, moving right along. Milk grows forever. Is... Please take the next super chat. I regret ever becoming part of the VTuber community. Anyways, you next should, one is I from Kev15. Uh, thank you very much for the $20. I was so thrilled when I heard FTA's voice. HFC got me into 
YouTube in general. So hearing Gareth again after, uh, even after his internet leave in 2020 was incredible. Even though it was short-lived, all the guests were great as always. I appreciate it, but I don't quite understand I it. I don't either. Ah, I was wondering if uh, this would land. Okay, so in Golden Bolt's video on uh, Sonic Team Catastrophe, he got a few people to guest voice, and one of them was a guy named Gareth, who used to run Find the Computer Room, which oh. was an internet Let's Play channel. Or was, still is. Before that, he was in HFC, which is Hellfire Comms, which helped inspire... Hellfire. Yeah, yeah, he was part of that way back when. And that's one that helped branch off and inspire, like, Brain Scratch commentaries. So, yeah, yeah FTA, Gareth, like, um, all of us that find the computer room were doing our thing. And then Gareth left in 2020, in, like, February. But Kevin got him to do a little cameo voice and come back to the internet. So I think this was, like, aimed at Kevin and or me. But, yeah. <laughs> that is a throwback, though. Like... Yeah, I, I like remember. <laughs> yeah, this would have been like the era of what was it called? Like retro game room or something? Like there was. Oh, I, I can't remember now, but like there was this uh, game review channel which always began with like this blue CGR undertow. That's the yep. one that I remember. Oh, yes. Oh, I was wow. just looking into okay, that guy the other day. Yeah. That's nostalgia. <laughs> like I remember like slipping back into CGR undertow like two years ago and like being like, oh man, I wonder what he's up to now. I was like, oh, he stopped. Yeah. That's a shame. Yeah. I remember when he did. I remember when he did his review of The Conduit. It was like the first review of that game I saw. A little bit of stuff. <laughs> Man, what an yeah. era. Like, for real. Yeah, I do miss it. Well, you are <laughs> up with Ser Sergio Fonseca. Yeah, we have five foreign dollars from them. Thank you. <laughs> foreign Are you kidding me? That's I love yours. That. Are those I the links? <laughs> oh, yours. Okay, yours, yes. Yeah. One advantage Ratchet and Clank has is more cohesive gameplay. They didn't have to innovate a lot on that for Roft Apart. <laughs> it's just been fun. They mean Rift Apart, of course, but that made me laugh. <laughs> Roft Apart. That is true. They don't like go back to the drawing board very often, if ever, yeah. on Ratchet. They're kind of just like, oh, this works. All right, let's just do it again, but a little better. Ratchet and Clank, Raffle Copter. Swaw, 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 swaw. Sorry. Also, I was uh, supposed to take that one. Thank you, pup. Fucking idiot. Um, um, I just do what I'm told like a good boy. I did don't you know. not read yours for the... Oh, no, you didn't. You no. didn't read Capricorn. Yeah. Well, why don't you then read for Xander? I will do that. No thanks to you. All right. Um, we got uh, Xander Johnson Cart with 100... 100 goddamn dollars. Uh, I guess macaroons. <laughs> 100 big old frosty chocolate milkshakes. That one. Uh, I asked Pup <laughs> to resend his stinky takes on Metal Sonic, but I have to clarify something. I agree with Pep that Metal should speak. I do, however, agree that he should share a voice and personality with Sonic, uh, with Sonic himself, as I feel it would clash with... I do not, however, agree that it should share a voice and personality with Sonic himself, as I feel it would clash with Metal's design. See, how much better would that be if I'd read that? But <laughs> <laughs> So, um, if you want me to rescind my stinky takes on Metal Sonic, it's going to take a little more than $100, buddy. I'm just saying, I'm kind of a, kind of a bit it of a... It can be bought. I, I can be. I, I am something of a hooker myself. But... Um, <laughs> In all seriousness, thank you so much for your generosity as always, and no fuck you, I don't resend my stinky mate, thanks on Metal Sonic. Also, welcome back to the Golden Bolt. Hi, sorry, I, the, we're good, it was a quick appointment. 
Did he diagnose you with dead? What was that? Did he diagnose you with dead? I wish. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that relatable. Sorry, I, I had a, I had a doctor for chat. Yeah, I got ligma. No, I got gabo. Um, yeah, I, I had a doctor's appointment that I had to reschedule for today. So um, I said I'd do a follow up checkup and all. Well, not checkup, but like virtual. Like, hey, you good? Cool. See ya. Well, go to Moe's. How so. would you like to read this super chat here that I've stuck this little finger point emoji next to so you can find it? Sure. I love fingers. Uh, this yeah. is <laughs> what? <laughs> Why would you say that? Fan. This it's is fine. <laughs> That's right. We have another $10 from Xander Johnson Carr, who says, I'd love for Metal to have a voice and personality of his own, but they should be cold, as cold and menacing as he is. I, I like him with how he is. Like Mecha Sonic. He just, have a voice. he just shouldn't speak. It just doesn't I, fit him. I just feel like the, if the whole thing is that he is Sonic's duplicate, his parallel, he should act like a bad Sonic. Well, here's just, the thing, just, though. Eggman's sick of his shit. Why would he want him to talk? Yeah, well, because that, that would go against he, like he literally removed all that shit in Rivals. Yeah. Well, maybe there should be a game where Eggman's like, okay, maybe just for an afternoon. I mean, who's to say that? No, I mean, whoever said that he was supposed to be Sonic's parallel, I think he sees himself that way. But really, all he was supposed to be was just a, a Sonic that Eggman. I mean, surely at that point, then, if if Metal Sonic is like supposed to be kind of intelligent, like surely he'd realize, wait a minute, I'm not Sonic because I'm not fucking insufferable. There can it sounds only like be... a great off panel for the comics. <laughs> this feels like they should do like a, an arc for Metal Sonic where he has a shocking realization that no, he's, he's not the real Sonic. You want and then Sonic, he becomes... Want... He, there was a moment kind of hinting towards that in the Metal Virus arc where he like... Well, yeah, like they could That's have... a cool moment. They could have really one where he Sonic... goes... I'm, I'm sorry, do you really want Sonic to address the Turing test? They should do that, and then they have him go on a little road trip to meet Bill Gates to get him to install like a sonic AI into him, and then oh Bill God. Gates adopts him as his son, and then there's like a, a father figure thing where Eggman's like, oh, we'll see, he loves Wait. me more. Come here, Metal Sonic, come to Daddy. And then Bill Gates is like, no, come here, Metal Sonic, I'm your father. Did, didn't no, Sonic no. already address the Turing test in IDW when Mr. Tinker was like, who would give these robots sentience just to torture them? How cruel. I'm well, then we'll do it again. I'm going to say you made all of that up because I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no have bill gates be the father right have bill gates be the father of metal sonic is what i'm trying to say here <laughs> i like, I like no, his angry bill noises in, in team sonic racing bill well, gates refused to buy sega so he would never be the father of sonic well no that's how they kind of do it as like an in-joke thing he didn't buy the real sonic he bought the fake one he's behind <laughs> the curve in that regard it's a satire i still okay. think, uh, making him do a lot one of metal's best moments was during the metal virus arc in idw and uh the, what made it work was that he didn't speak well you put everything together yeah. you, do you know the definition of insanity i it, what? what does that have to do with anything Why, we're not doing the same things over and over again and expecting things to change but we're not expecting different results we're expecting the same ones yeah, but you can't do the same thing over and over again with the same results. Yeah, wait, wait, wait man, I don't, what? I don't buy wait, a Big Mac no, and expect no, it to eat wow, a fish fillet. What are you talking you can't, about? You can't just release Spider-Man One again and call it Spider-Man Three. You got, <laughs> oh my you got God, Gilly! This is, this is the, you, you don't understand, man. This is the zest of life. Basically. <laughs> 
Taste it with me. Taste the zest. Nick got the kiss from Prince uh, Princess Elise. Oh, oh, Nick's back. Did he get a kiss I, from Princess Elise? I think my brain cells traded death status with Nick. This is the new <laughs> <theme> theory. <laughs> well, anyways, anyways, who's supposed to read next? I think it was zero dollars from Game Apologist who says, "Oh my God, I'm so sorry, boys." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, five more dollars. Apologist. Imagine his tongue. Imagine. <laughs> apologizing and not giving me any money what are you doing he's not um, the game apologist he's the i'm late for sunset city apologist so oh, even when i don't late. have to drive anywhere i'm still late for work <laughs> fucking hell okay i think black yakuza really wants a super chat right yeah 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 so, yeah all right all right black yakuza 94 with five dollars is it not me <laughs> no you you took wayne's turn it is my uh, turn uh no i didn't no, take wayne's no, turn. No, I, swapped, I gave wayne's he just turn swapped to make a nice turns it's been a yeah. very long time since I've done a super chat. I think it's my turn at this point. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe if you came in on time, you'd get to read more super chats, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. Go on, I... Nick. Go on. Let, uh, no, I'm going to let the baby have his bottle. Go on, Nick. Oh, my God. <laughs> you can do it if you want to do it. No, no, go on. I, I no, know, you want to you... hold up every no, single on, goddamn no, conversation. No, go for it. Who's holding up now? You're God. the one that's got to read. Come on. Read, read the fucking thing. Uh, gotta say, I love having Golden Bolt here. It's so refreshing to have such grounded and logical understanding without years of cynicism. Yeah, that's oh. it. You read it, you little bitch. Go on. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> man, like, just be as bold as you can now before you live with me, young man. <laughs> I, I will fucking, I will fist you. Oh. In the eye. Um, <laughs> I watch. Those are, those are words. They were said. Yeah, well done. Um, so, Zerus, you're up with uh, my, my friend here, Way Past Cool Kid. All right. Uh, Way Past Cool Kid, thank you for the $9.99. While watching Sonic Movie 2 for the second time, I realized during Sonic and Knuckles' beach scene that Knuckles is addressing the Sonic character, fan base, and franchise. No, it's Republican and Democrat, goddammit! <laughs> Go on in, Wallace. You, you take up the further elaboration. Uh, let's see. What? There's a further elaboration on that from. I think we need a. You guys want to take a vote and just like agree to not let Pup guide the boat. But he's literally up next, though. Like, this is. Yeah, but like under your leadership for the last five seconds, I realized I want a revolution. Says the guy who fucking sank the boat in Sea of Thieves. Might I add? Yeah, but that game shit. So hey. <laughs> how can you say how can cool. you say that? That that game is bring your own fun and there's no fun involved in the game itself. Oh yeah, that's that's the real it. the real Sea of Thieves. Yeah, the friends just, we made along the way. You could just get on Discord and have more fun than playing Sea of Thieves. Oh, but it man. could it could enhance the Discord. There's a too. there's a reason I haven't wanted to get on. <laughs> I own that game on disc. I can say this shit. Wayne, <laughs> you gotta make your own damn opinion, okay? I, I I just gave it to you. No, come on, you little sheep. Play the oh, game for yourself. And read the goddamn sheep. I have paid my dues to sheep. Wait. Wait. Yeah, Golden fucking... Bolt, when's the last time you played uh, Sea of Thieves? You was Welsh it man. Chris, was it last year or 2020? We played. It's, I think last year is when some of you guys were poking at it, yeah. yeah it's we, evolved. We, it's we, gotten we, better. I, I'm sure it probably allegedly has, but like... I, I don't know. I, we played it relatively recently, and it was just, man, this game's the fucking same as when it came out, and it's still dreadful. 
Look, man, I just like to drive the boat. I don't know what to tell you. Go, go to an island and kill some skellies and then come back and that's it. You get loot, I guess, but it's not useful for anything. Like, fucking Destiny's more fun than that game. Yeah, it's a good I, game. I even man. joked to the instigator in our friend group, like, last night, like, hey, do you want to play Sea of Thieves sometime? <laughs> and he just solemnly was like, no, man, I haven't played that in months. I was like, oh. That's one that was into it. Yeah, that told me everything I needed to hear. I was well, like, okay. No, all, all I'm hearing here is that you guys don't have the swashbuckling spirit. No, we fucking we 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 were doing some dumb shit. Like we were on our bullshit during that whole playthrough of Sea of Thieves, and then I'm just sitting there like, man, I've realized I've had less fun than if I had just sat here. The best thing to do on it, the best thing to do is just drink a lot, get really drunk, and then vomit on your friends. That is a fun way to play. IRL. Uh, that too, yeah. That's actually Yo, even more fun. Chris, too many games. Let's go. Yo, uh, hey, here. <laughs> vomit Airbnb, baby. Wayne gets wasted. Twenty twenty two. I, I look forward to this less and less. The more we talk about it. <laughs> Wayne, for, for real, man. For real, you gotta read way past cool kids' elaboration on her previous super chat. My you God. are up. Uh, my we chum. got. We got way past cool kid with 1999. Uh, how did you keep going forward despite failing again and again? Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, E.g. all the bad games uh, with Sonic's. I didn't fail that much representing those diamonds in the rough parts of those games that people latch on to. I can could see what you said. Yeah, I didn't. I did not catch at all. That's a. Uh... I don't know if it's deliberate. Like a lot of the things in that movie, I don't know if it's deliberate and meta, but like. I feel it's like certainly... the references are more clever than the script itself sometimes. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying, man. It was the most clever movie I've ever seen. Oh, man. Anyway. I played the wedding scene. Fuck the wedding scene. I, look, no, man, I'm not going to try and defend the wedding scene. That 40 minutes of wedding in that movie is the <laughs> most incredible shit in cinema history, and I will stand by that. It was ten, that shit was, it was stellar. It was 10 minutes, Bold. I don't. It, ten. I, it felt like 40, and it was stellar. It had the value of 40. Yeah. It's like they, a, packed, they packed the so much. The value in there. of 40. Between, 40 for the price of 10. Between fucking uh, uh, future husband with his buff ass fucking jock friends, all shirtless, hugging and popping Chardonnay, and then Tom going, I wish Sonic had that. Like, oh, see, that's more than 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Like. Peak cinema. <laughs> cinema, and then the completely self-serious wedding. Ang I, I don't want to spoil it. I don't know if everyone's watched the movie in chat, but the the completely self-serious wedding angle and the way they play it straight and then never reference it again, <laughs> fucking incredible. That is the I most just... Sonic shit I've seen in my life. Now that you oh, mention it, I'm just upset that it didn't end with Tom giving Sonic a little pat on the butt at the fucking baseball thing. You know, truly alpha male way of bonding. Oh god, should have had Knuckles take his shirt off. <laughs> How the fuck? I mean, if it was directed by Ken Penders, the then that would have happened, oh, probably. Yeah. We'll see those Ken uh, Penders legs, finally. He's just got these nasty, <laughs> swollen echidna nipples. Let, let me see his chicken penders. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways... Um, that, was a, that was a word I heard. <laughs> Mykonos fan, you are up with another Way Past Cool Kid. Do you need me to emoji it or nah? No, I got it. We have $19.99 from Way Past Cool Kid. Again, thank you on their behalf. The message of found family and you don't have to be alone anymore should be a calling card to the fandom that we should bond over the fact that we all have wacky Sonic opinions and celebrate the blue blur in our own way. Three. Unless you like Sonic Forces, then fuck you. And you, you should go away. Yeah, you stupid kid. <laughs> the sun is shining in the sky tonight. Do I okay, look well, that sounds a banger, but you know, do I that. look like a fucking 
kindergarten teacher. I'm not talking to Sonic Forces fans. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> god damn. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, no, no, but I agree with the sentiment deep down. I, I do, I do. I do. It's just, uh, yes. you know, I, as a Sonic fan, I might not have to be alone anymore, but being alone is all I've ever known, so I think I just want to keep it that way. This is kind of selfish, but that was another one of those lines in the jacket and a couple other things. I was like, they, they've watched my videos. These sons of bitches. <laughs> they watch my fucking videos. That's how I ended, like, like, my very first Knuckles video was that line. That piece of shit, Jeff Fowler. Why did I get an invite to the fucking premiere? Piece of shit. It is... It is possible that other people might understand these characters as well. No, no, nope, it's impossible. <laughs> I'm doing everybody. He's the I only one allowed to do comic analysis. He's the only one allowed to do character analysis. He's the only one allowed to talk about classic Sonic. Yes. So, all okay. these things. I'm making Ken Penders jokes at this point. Golden Bolt. Bolt. Golden Bolt. Uh, you're up. Do you want me to do the next two since they're kind of this uh, related? Sure, go for it. Okay, so we have two uh, separate one dollar ninety nine uh, super chats from Way Past Cool Kid again. Thank you, uh, and and they say call for unity, not calling card. Sorry, I'm high. Uh, <laughs> followed by rallying cry. That's what I meant to say. Oh, that's mm, perfect. I smell marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, legalized. we have our our patented uh, missing Wait. name from Wayne. Oh, Wayne, come on. Okay, that, who was that, it? That, that was that was like. Aki Dave. Right? It was Aki Dave. Wait, well, how do you keep fucking this up, man? I uh, fine, you're doing the super chats next week. No, you were the one that wanted to do it. Every time nah, I tried nah, to do it, you nah, called me a bitch. Nah, and, nah. and I was just I, like, okay, sorry, Wayne. I'll be nice to you, Wayne. I'm really sorry, Wayne. I respect you. Whoever gets the Oscar shuts up. Fuck you and your auxiliary cord. Your taste in music shit. Oh. I'm gonna play copyrighted music so you get taken down. <laughs> I start playing the Spyro soundtracks. Apparently, that's a that's a hitter right now. Oh wait, yeah. no, yeah, the Spyro soundtrack, good man. Yeah, I'll, I'll go. Oh, with it's that. really good. But yeah, no, apparently, yeah. like uh, it's starting to uh, because they did like an official release. Now, a bunch of content that had like Spyro music playing in it is starting to get hit. Oh, retro. that's the worst thing in the world. I hate that. I woke yeah. up to four copyright emails because of that shit, and I was like, "What? This is a private stream. What? <laughs> such a dick move. Like, <laughs> it's, it's literally." Apparently. I was so excited when that started, too. I was like, yeah, the Spyro soundtrack should be on Spotify. That's cool. And, like, Stuart Copeland's out there talking about it. I'm like, yeah, all right, cool. Uh, they've been delayed, everything. like, three separate times. And he keeps coming back like, yeah, guys, sorry, I don't know. And then the shit hits. I'm like, huh, okay. <laughs> it came from a good place somewhere, at least. Oh, I hate well. copyright. <laughs> I don't like the Spyro soundtrack. Oh, shit, I'm up, aren't I? Yeah. Wait, oh. no, sorry. Did Nick just say he doesn't like the Spyro set? Oh, Nick, for fuck, kicking, just, uh, Nick off the podcast. I'm choosing just once, name. just I'm once, a... take a W, man. Just <laughs> once. Okay, so Phoenix is up with two pounds. Am I the only person that likes Sonic Unleashed? In the West, yeah. There's not a single other person on Earth that likes Sonic Unleashed. No, no one likes <laughs> I, Sonic Unleashed. Phoenix, you I, I should thought... stew other people for liking Sonic Unleashed. Is I thought what you Pup should was think. the only. Uh, I thought Pup was the only fan of Sonic Unleashed. Did he post it four pictures to am, go with it? I did. <laughs> well, no, I I actually declared. Okay, I'm I'm not even asking. I'm declaring. I am the only one who likes Sonic Unleashed. It's just right. a known fact. It's canon. You gotta have confidence when making these statements, man. Like, no, no time to ask. You said it with a plum, so I think I believe you. Thank you. <laughs> See, this guy right here. All right, so go Kenji with 
Five foreign dollars. I love that, and I'm using that forever. Tom <laughs> in a virtual cop spinoff from Sonic. I'd I watch, I'd watch Tom shoot people. I want it to be Tom Topics, though. Can it be him and not actually the, the Tom Wachowski? Oh, that'd be fun. I, I mean, if if they're going to do like a uh, spinoff of Tom, uh, might as well just do Waku Waku Patrol Car. Wayne, can you just do a brief improv bit of Tom Topics in like a Virtua Cop spinoff? I don't know that much about Virtual Cop, to be honest. Oh, you're what fucking you know about cops. You fucking can you just worker. can you just be funny for <laughs> one second, man? <laughs> All right, I'm gonna need you to put the drugs down on the ground. Uh, I hear you breathing a little too harshly. I'm just gonna go ahead and start opening fire. Wait, I am pretty sure that your socks are rolled up a little too high. So anyway, I just started blasting. Wait, wait, wait! You gotta do. You gotta do Tom Topics arresting way past cool kid on suspicion of possession of marijuana. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not wasting all this time just, on this. Just quote Training Day with Tom's voice. <laughs> God, I hate that guy. <laughs> A lot of people sometimes wonder, Pup, are you serious when you make jokes about people? And no, I'm not. I, I genuinely do these things out of love, except when it comes to Tom that, Topics. That Fuck doesn't that mean guy. you're not an asshole. No, I'm I'm not even fucking shut up, Nick. No one fucking asked you. Shut up. You're an, he said you're an asshole, not an asshole. <laughs> okay, so who's up next? I've, I've lost track. Who's up? <laughs> I think it's Nick. Yeah, Mr. Krabs with 499. I'm the one who sent all those Sonic video when Cirrus mentioned it. Yep. What? Mr. When, I, when I mentioned the uh, the streamer who doesn't like Sonic stuff and has been like slowly been indoctrinated into Sonic stuff, Mr. Krabs is one of the people who's been uh, helping with that a lot. Uh, <laughs> they're on the front lines fighting for the cause. Yep. I see. Thank you, Mr. Krabs. <laughs> he likes <laughs> you <will> money, boy. <laughs> if it, no, this can't be the real Mr. Krabs because a, a Mr. Krabs super chat would have a minus before it. Yeah. <laughs> We give him money. Uh, so serious, you're I up. Uh, I think Sirius just did one, didn't he? No, I was I was uh, commenting right. on the one from Mr. Krabs. Uh, oh. The last one is from the Evil Delic. There Th it is. Thank you very much for the pound seventy nine. Uh, Nikuti Gatwa pup. Also for everyone else, Dulak. Okay, so it's pronounced Shuti Gatwa, but I'm going to say why this. Did, why did he spell out Denmark so weird? I, anyways, <laughs> stop being racist. But anyways, uh, to that I say, yes, I think he's a great choice. I haven't done a video on it because I'm trying to get out of the Doctor Who scene a little bit because the audience are just generally cringe. And I'm saying that as a Sonic fan who has a Sonic <laughs> podcast. Um, but like, yeah, no, I fully agree with the casting. Can't wait to see him carry it through. Surprised they didn't do another woman. But like, I'm happy with this choice. I'm not familiar with his work at all. Neither am I, but he's got the look for it. I, uh, I did. And we also have a surprise super chat from Stuart Gip with five pounds. Sonic Forces rule. Uh, Stuart, I love you. You're a lovely, lovely human being. However, oh, fuck off, if there was, Stuart. <laughs> if there was ever a, like... A, a prime example as to why some people shouldn't be allowed to have opinions. 
Oh my god, we're just treating him like your this. Twitter. He's been nothing but nice to us, but yeah, your tweets suck, bro, but I love you. <laughs> I, 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 he's a fascinating human being. No, I really would like to spend a day in his brain. I, I want to do it because I think there'd be so much to learn, and I think afterwards I, I, like I would be an enlightened being. We can't tell. I, this is the thing. Like, We can't tell if Stu Stuart is being sarcastic or not. We don't know if he genuinely loves Sonic Forces or... No, I, 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 no, I have some idea. It's a, it's a British people thing. Um, yeah, he's very, he's, he's British. He's sarcastic all the time. Yeah, but then when you guys aren't, then your feelings get hurt, and I don't know. How are, to are we? Are uh, we? No, no, Nick. Ah, we got oh, a charming boy in the chat. Dot X Y Z. Hell yeah, Wayne. What do That's you think my of that? Favorite you favorite mechanic. And we always stop to, to mention the bot. <laughs> Why didn't the link work? Guys? You know who I miss? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, there are hot local singles in my area 4.5km away. I clicked what? the link, but I'm still a virgin. What happened? <laughs> um, right. No, what was I? Well, I had a fucking good thing to say, but I lost it. Never mind. Hmm. Well, you can read the last super chat. I think we have two now. Actually. Oh, we got two now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Who's who wants to do the first of the two? I think it's your turn. Okay. So the evil Delic is back with uh, one pound seventy nine. Last super chat. What do I do now, Mickey Mouse? I think that's a call for you, Sirius. Tell him what to do, as Mickey Mouse. I want you to go fuck yourself. Please. See, we're really horrible to the people that give us money, aren't we? <laughs> Of course, I mean, this is the Disney. This is the Disney Corporation. What, for. what do you expect? So oh. smacko. And we got. What my wife, Goofy? Was not prepared for ninety-two percent accuracy of that Mickey voice. <laughs> <laughs> I need to find the door to darkness. <laughs> what smacko with two penises? No, the podcast is not ending. <laughs> I believe him. I like the Sonic Ape NFT that he has also as his profile picture. Uh, he didn't know that. He doesn't get to have that. That's not his. <laughs> that belongs to Lederick, who, where is he? He hasn't showed up for a shift. <laughs> Fuck's sake, Lederick. Or Lederick. As you go by in France. So much money to this podcast. Let them have a week. Yeah, where's the rest of it? <laughs> <laughs> I just see Tom topics in the comments. <laughs> no, actually, I remembered. Um, I miss Mike. Remember Mike? <laughs> no, I thought we didn't like Mike. Fuck Mike. Yeah, no, but that was the whole thing. Is we just we don't know who he is, but we just yes, the fuck, him fuck we do, himself. and we know he needs to go. Oh my god, is, the was, super chats are still going. He was nothing but nice. Anyway, <laughs> fuck off, Tom. Topics in an auditorium. Adzinko sends five pounds. <laughs> So no episode next week since you'll all be watching Boss Baby back in the crib on Netflix May nineteenth. What the back fuck? Back in the crib? Are they are they doing another movie or is this oh, like a series show. thing? I think it's a series. Um, yeah, that's, that's the cartoon that they announced next to Sonic Prime. It will be much oh, better joy. than Sonic Prime because <laughs> I fucking you know. Uh, is, is it because I, I of I my phone the arms? So I could send you guys a picture, but like there's like a couple of stairs that lead down from my room here in like this uh. Uh, game room I have, and I have a sliding door, and I just watched this door slide open, and now I'm staring at a tortoise who is just has one foot over the stairs. He's not going any further. He's just looking at me. Mm -hmm. Does and he have exaggerated swagger? 
he should he just opened the door and he's just looking at me is that is that washington that is washington he popped in like yo heard you talking shit about sonic forces <laughs> <laughs> that was that was my first game it got me into the series <laughs> no the call is coming from inside the house nick <laughs> i'm gonna I, i'm gonna mute that's that's him telling me i want to go outside and eat grass so he's <laughs> right, i gotta so... take more advice from my 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 tortoise and touch more grass Mm. Given uh, that we've just thrown order out the window, who would like to read for the evil Dalek? We got uh, the evil Dalek. Uh, no, it's a, a pound seventy nine. No, I'm having the last super chat. Fight me, NFT man. Oh no, guys, there's no need to fight over this. You shouldn't fight. Come on, fight each other. <laughs> the next one we have is from Phoenix. Uh, one pound. No comment, just for the good of the people. Yep. And same goes for Evil Delic with 79 pence. <laughs> there is Mr. Krabs with 499 US dollars. Eggman says, Do you want to pee on my wife's shadow? I'm just imagining uh, that as Jim Cummings Robotnik saying that now. Oh, there's a new meaning how, to that name. How isn't menacing there? that would be. Took his hedgehog quilly dick out and he said it was this big. That's Whoa, a that's a great life. line to come back to. <laughs> You're, yeah, hi, what's up, buddy? So I, I think it's over now. I think that's the end of I the think, show. I think. I think they're done fighting. Nope. Unless oh, well, of course. I'll, I'll yeah, there we go. Wins so far <laughs> in the the super chat battle with two dollars. No, I'm last. Right. Therefore, Electrics is the winner, the absolute winner. But if anyone wants to challenge them, they can. Um, oh but yeah. God. No, who said <laughs> uh, 79 cents? Pence. Pence. Where's Arnold? <laughs> Pence, 199. Where's Arnold is usually the last one because they usually do it after the show is over, so we can't even acknowledge it. That's true. <laughs> I, I, uh, that happened last night. Uh, Aiden F, $2, <laughs> this will never end, take two peens. Anyway, we need to go ahead and, hey, hey, Pup, what are you working on right now? Uh, well, anyways, um, I recently had my student finals project uploaded to YouTube, and I know it's not Sonic related. I know it's not related to any of that pop culture stuff you guys like and that, but it would mean a lot to me if you'd go check it out because it's got a lot of heart in it and, uh, yeah, we we worked hard on it. It's a it's a short film. It's written directed by me, and uh, it's had some good responses so far. So yeah, and they're still they're still going, <laughs> they're still going in the chat. All right. Well, we uh, we have Evil Dalek with uh, seventy nine pence again, and then uh, Nick, what are you working on right now? Um. Well, I uh, <laughs> I've not made a video in like over a month now. I've got two in the works. Um, I finally finished up my script for the Ninja Turtles NES video. Um, but since it's going to take a little while to put together, I'm going to be putting out uh, um, a new speed reading since those are a little bit faster. And I have some sponsorships to tie to before the end of the month. So I have to get that done. Um, so uh, expect a new speed reading this upcoming week. And right. we have uh, more Super Chats. We have Elatrix with $2. I can do this all day. Oh, we've got Smacko with two penises with a cool a cool pair. And that guy's that's pretty cool, isn't it? Guy's like, come on, that's the coolest fucking thing I've ever seen. Pretty cool pair. <laughs> Very XLR8 cool. XLR8 gave us a lick. Very nice. That's, uh, that's one pound. 
And the evil Dalek again with another 79 pence. Where's Arnold? With uh, one US dollar 99. Yeah. And, and uh, with CHF one dollar. Oh my God, guys. Is, uh, uh, oh uh, God. Anyway, oh, no. there is, there is $5. On. Oh gosh, I really hate this, man. I just really want to go. <laughs> <laughs> Chocolate chow, Zavok milk. Send them all. Who said that? But so let's get let's get a move on, guys. Jesus. Let's not keep our guests here forever. Yeah, yeah we we got to let them uh, go. Sir, like, sir. This, this... Uh, so I am going to be working on the Archie Comics deep dive. I just on stream finished reading through the first ten issues uh, live with everybody, so we could all have our our commentary. So I also know like what community is thinking of whatever the hell I just read. Um, but uh, that is the next major project that I'm working on outside of my usual daily uploads. Oh okay. yes, Mr. Krabs oh. in with one US dollar ninety nine. No, 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 make Wayne, Wayne say it. Make him say it. Wayne Mr. Krabs with a dollar ninety nine. <laughs> Wayne X Vanilla. That is all. You mean Cream's mom? Oh yeah. The rabbit. Yeah, yeah. You, you gotta cream that rabbit. Have I ever indicated that I even acknowledge that character's existence? She's we the can, size of a human mother. Tell. We can just tell. You, you need. I a mean. Mommy. Uh, right. is our kind of uh, orange we, we do also have uh chocolate chow with five dollars i read uh, that one uh, did you okay yeah you're fucking useless wayne anyway uh chris you working on anything at the moment hi i am head down deep into two projects that probably won't be up for at least a couple months over on ftcr a very sonic focused channel um viewers might be interested in we are covering david the workers entire sonic the hedgehog game series in timeline order which is this huge, like, 8,000 by 4,000 pixel image he made to be like, oh, here's how every game could work, and talking about their stories and all that stuff. That is 11 parts so far and counting, but it has been good all throughout. On my channel, I am probably looking to do a deep video into Yakuza 1 soon. Probably just stealing um, everything from how Kevin makes his Ratchet videos and just doing that for Yakuza. Damn right. Yes, I haven't talked to you about that yet, Kevin. But yes, I finally oh, started. I knew it was coming. We yeah, committing before. myself to it. Yeah. Yeah. I, once you started sending me fucking gifs of uh, <laughs> Nagoshi wearing a fucking uh, shitty two thousands <laughs> juicy couture back tattoo sweater or whatever the fuck, and driving a Ferrari, I knew it was coming. The one that Ferrari. says, fuck "Did you, you just? <laughs> did you just pronounce gif as gif?" Uh oh. Kevin, what are you working <laughs> on lately? Um, the great Doctor Hobo. Hi, the first time in Sunset City. <laughs> Uh, question, if Sonic Movie passed three, could they redesign a villain like, I don't know who that is, into being an owl like Longclaw instead of a troll? Exist in August. I mean, like, you could. It, it, you. it could work. <laughs> I would. Thank you for the 80 US dollars, by yeah, the way. Very generous. Very, very nice. 80 dollars, very generous. It is. Oh isn't, I mean, isn't a character yeah. like Nagus kind of dependent on some of the, uh, the extra dimensional shit that's intrinsic to Archie, though? No, it's not. I mean, that's... Mm, I, I suppose they could redesign it and was, rename effectively. It was a set AM character. But, yeah. I, I'm not going to pretend to know what the legal uh, legal issues are with any of the old characters outside of, like... We know the Freedom Fighters are Sega characters, but... You they could. probably could. Paramount probably... It just looks like Paramount doesn't give a shit about any of that, that nonsense. So... And we've got Evil Delic with... Uh, 449 and in the end the love you take is equal to the love you make 
Okay. <laughs> no, no sure what that's all about, but thank yeah. you. That, that <laughs> just depends be, on your relationship and that'd that be pretty short. And uh <laughs> and I <laughs> well, and uh, I guess as for myself, I'm currently working on my big obnoxious review of Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Uh, right now, the plan is to actually have that going up next weekend. Uh, and I'm hoping to have it so that I can premiere it after next week's Sunset City is over. Oh, yeah. Synergy. Hey, so for the chat, I'm just going to say this right now. This is the cutoff point. If you send any Super Chats now... It's past the Rubicon. We're not going to read it. You're going to no. look like an idiot. Well, Fuck no, we're you. Done. We're, we're we, done. We'll There's read it else. next week. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. No, we won't. It's punishment for fucking giving us money. Oh, my God. And, anyway, na and uh, now Pup has fallen into fetish territory. So, oh, okay, okay. Uh, so, anyway, guys, thank you so much for, for coming on today. We really appreciate having you all on. It was a really fun discussion. Thank you, everybody, for popping in and listening. And Mr. Krabs, I am going to tie you up. But thank you, but fuck you, but thank you. Oh, you guys. <laughs> you just don't listen, do you? It's almost like, oh, my God, I know this is going to happen. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Krabs with 499 vector in the background. After what I said, I'm gonna eat him. And hey, where's yeah. Arnold with two dollars? That's it. That's the show. Wrap it up. Whoa, you fellas, if... We're done. I know. I know You're exactly done. how we can end. If you if you guys are ready to hit the end button, oh, go ahead. Okay. Uh, so I do have one project in the works that I want to talk about very briefly. Uh, tentatively titled "The Lost 14th Croc Game" and end stream. <laughs>